Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Welcome to the top five of death. Where listeners vote and everyone dies. Listen and die. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Top 5 of Death. I'm here not by myself, but I'm only here with one other person. And also, Mm. this person has never been on the Top 5 of Death. This is a first that I've (laughs) ever had a guest on their first episode of Top 5 without other people on the show. Because I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I am usually very nervous. I do a lot. And this isn't like a detriment to other people. I do a lot of heavy lifting in these situations of because yeah. a lot of people I have on for the first time, it is like their first time podcasting. However, not in this scenario, oh, everybody. Jesus Christ. We dude. got a uh, – here's an honest thing. I thought about it. I think you are the most famous person who's ever been on this show. Oh, stop. You are the most oh. celebrity person. We In the Ooh. in the, uh, in the house, everyone, we have uh, Mr. Joey Numbers from Wrestling <laughs> Soup. Wrestling Soup. Yeah, yeah. There's – um. There's, uh, there's some people that have pictures with me. Like, really? They took a picture with me. It was uh, that's happened to me before. It was an odd moment. It was kind of odd, but at the same time, like I'm like, oh okay. Like I just uh, this was this was like a thought. Like I should I knew this was going to happen. Right. But it's still surprising at the same time. So here's the know? thing too. Um, we know Joey out like in real life in IRL. Like right, right, right. So you know Fro? Of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How how do you know Fro? I knew Fro from God knows at least a dozen years ago, yeah. maybe more now. Which uh, if you follow Return to the Pit on oh, yeah. Facebook, what a local boy! Uh, that will really sober you up to how fucking old you are. <laughs> yeah, it is. Where they'll show you a band and you just they're just like, yeah, this show happened here, and you're like, oh, I remember that band. They're like seventeen years ago. <laughs> you're like seventeen years ago. <laughs> I'm still alive. Oh my Jesus Christ, dude! Like that's a person you know like that was i a know whole, that's like, that's where it gets me that's where age hits me is when mm-hmm. i see people and i remember doing things borderline as an adult when they were born oh yeah i'm like oh, oh yeah. i was driving and you weren't even alive yet actually do you know what's the most sobering thing and i've, I've said this before and i'll kind of stand by this is like all right like do you know how old your parents were when they had you I could do the math. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you, I'm very proud of you. If you uh, really, if you really put me against the wall here. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, like, how old? How old was like your mom or dad when they had? You? Uh, my mom would have had to have been 32. Okay. So, she, all right. So, in, in I'm the I'm the last of three kids. Oh, okay. I'm right. a little baby boy. All right. And how old are you now? 34. Okay. So now you're really. So now you're in the thick of it. Yes. Because as the time goes on, like my mom had me when she was young. We're like 10. <laughs> no we're not we're from that's we're from south of boston we're not from the actual south oh that's so true. like you think a 10 year old could give birth i, I think it's a, happened it certainly happened okay moving was it, on. Um, was it ben carson or something like one of those ben Car- what did he bring me a 10 year old no no or he did he say not, that not yet um <laughs> give him time but no like they're, they're, it's like my, my we're super secular fucking white trash from the north from the south shore sure from like hyde park and yeah fucking, i can i can believe that believe oh you better believe it like <laughs> fucking look at me you go look at the people down there i was like this guy's secular trash dude no one's touched like as far as gentrification coming in and just aborting everything in this area yeah where it's just like hey do you like 
anything with character and you're like yeah that'd be great to like yeah you're gonna have to get rid of that <laughs> we need some eight hundred thousand dollar condos in here now stat right. like who's gonna afford these like no one <laughs> they're just gonna be here yeah and so, that's that's happening ladies and gentlemen in our area there's everywhere. high-rise buildings no one's in them no one no one they hope to be someday and i'm sure they will but right now <laughs> Nothing. It's just going to all, it's going to be really interesting because it's just going to eventually become all low income housing. It has to be. It's just going to become that because eventually humans have to be in it. So you're just going to, people are just going to have to kind of like hang tight because eventually you're just going to see like these mothers that work at CVS with like three or four kids living in these fucking high rises. Yeah. And then it's just going to, it's, that's going to be their dream. It's going to hopefully you get into one of these condos, but so I did the thing where yeah, I do yeah. all the time when I interrupt people and then I pull them out of what they were saying. Oh, so 10 years old, 10 years old. Okay. <laughs> back to, back to 10 year old. Right. No. Our, so, all right. So now you're kind of at a point yeah. where you can start thinking about the shit that happens in your life. Mm hmm as how old your parents were when they had you. So like my mother had me when she was young. She was in her early 20s. Okay. So when I started getting into my early 20s and then as time went on, I was like, I'd do something and I was like, my mom was six. Or like my mom was six. I was six. <laughs> yeah. When my mom was the same age as me. So like if you wanted to judge your parents and be like, oh, they did this, they were like that. Or, oh, you know, why didn't they have more of an understanding? And then I sit there and I'm like, dude, I'm 28. And I'm at a pig roast. <laughs> and you don't have a six-year-old, right? I don't have a six-year-old, and I'm drink. I'm, I'm I'm drinking Rolling Rock. Like, who am I to to have judged what she was doing? Right. She had a full fucking human being to take care of. Yeah, you know, two of them. You know, so like that's when you really I, that's another level you're gonna get to. And now that you've gotten into that perspective too. Now as time goes on, you can be like, hey man, like you know, what were they thinking? Then you're gonna be like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot like that right now <laughs> right i'm doing the same shit i'm doing the same shit but thankfully you they were smart enough to have you when they were a little bit older well so yeah the adult, a little bit more of an actual, me anyway my i have right. a I, my oldest sister is like 40 she's 10 that's a 44 oh uh Jesus. yeah she's gonna be like 45 you know that's tough like do you have any sort of do you have any sort of good relationship with like at that point you're so me? far apart, yeah i you? now right. i do but not i mean right only, when everyone becomes an adult then at, at some yeah. point everyone's just an adult it's no like oh like if i hung out with like a 50 year old right. to me i'd be like oh that's rick he's 50 well that also depends on like where you are yeah how long they've lived there for that's a big part of it too yeah where it's just everyone and and also there's a lot of trauma bonding in this area <laughs> because people tend to that it tends to be a it's just a negative area which is negative from the now are you originally from the north shore from this fucking i from haverhill uh, oh jesus so yeah same yeah kind of it's mm -hmm. kind of cut from the same cloth the merrimack valley the yep. fucking mbhd baby mm -hmm. merrimack valley hardcore the old <laughs> <laughs> from the from the old uh from the old mill town somehow a, yep. just, just a light smattering of pittsburgh made it in, <laughs> <laughs> made it into the metro boston fucking area yeah but like so you understand there's a lot of that whole you know everyone's sitting on the train and no one's talking but someone does something and everyone kind of looks at each other like this, this motherfucker fucking idiot this like, motherfucker and we there's a lot of that it's it's a lot more of that than it is like someone gets on the train and brings like a cute baby and everyone looks at like look at the cute baby it's a lot more like look, look at the homeless guy fucking yelling about 911 right like this guy, that's this guy smells like piss right everyone's like fucking guy 
smells. And it's <laughs> a right. lot more of that. Yeah, you fixate on the piss smell and not the cute little bundle of life that just walked in. Right. There's no right. celebration of like the positive. <laughs> we only we only point and focus on the negative. Right. Which that's, is very much me. But there's a lot of where that humor that's where the humor is. That's too. why I'm so hilarious. Well, yeah, you gotta <laughs> have that. Well, that's that's why when you go and you see you turn on the TV, all the reality shows. Yeah. I mean, they're got, well, not, maybe not now. There's 100,000 of them, but you know, the majority of them, there's always the token guy who's from, like, I'm from Bill Recca. Like, yeah. You're like, how the fuck did this guy? And you're like, oh, because we're psychos. And that's happened on the real world from this area a bunch. A bunch. There was not a guy from once. Methuen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then there was a fucking, that kid that I, I actually got into like a fight with a bunch <laughs> of times that I ended up on TV. I was like, I fucking fought this guy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, because it was the kid that was in. Joey. Uh, Oh, what was that? He was Joey Roz. He was in some. He was on Real World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would always wear like the local Boston band shirts yeah, at times. Yeah, like he wear like a half heart shirt. Yeah. Like, it's it's if like, you yeah. watch Real World and you saw Joey on it, I beat that guy up <laughs> <laughs> a long time ago. Um, uh, the the idea that you know what's funny about that is like we're at this point where you just like you can part on the TV and, and I don't know if people have that in other probably not in 85% of the country 90% of the country right where you put on a TV and you're like and I'm not going to name names but you see <laughs> you see some girl on a reality show and you're like oh I remember seeing that girl chopping up a line at a party <laughs> I remember her oh is she doing coke no this isn't a coke show oh huh. no what is this for oh it's like some modeling thing or right. something oh, I good, wonder if they'll find out her. she does coke <laughs> they're, no they're probably all like oh thank god please right. like what no, would we do without you? It, it is a weird area uh, for us because that does happen to us kind of a lot. Right. Oh, yeah. For some, I, Now that I think about it, yeah, kind of a lot. There was a there was that cop from Boston who was on like an early episode of Survivor mm-hmm. who actually ended up being a student of mine at Improv Boston. He's a really nice guy. But yeah. I was like, but he said that. He was like, yeah, they always try to get some, you know, uh, some more like very Boston-y attitude in there because it makes for it, it mixes odd against other we people make in the great country. television yeah we're great at everything we're just, it's and it's super really, bowl chips baby uh, uh, you know do the sports and, yeah, we're uh, good at sports we're good at we sports. got smart schools well you know and this is this is a conversation i've had like a trajillion times with people is that uh i truthfully believe a lot of the the negative connotations that people have about boston are a defense mechanism amongst all of the successes <laughs> that we have. No shit. That's not a bad theory. Because it's so much of this. Like, just even when people are like, you know, Boston's a really racist city. I'm like, <laughs> I guarantee you we could make a list and top 20. Yeah. Maybe top 20 if you really thought about it. And they're like, well, you know, uh, if this happened at this time. And but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb. <laughs> And I'm going to say, I'd rather be a black dude here than yeah. at least 40% of the country. <laughs> yeah, no shit. At least, especially with the amount of just really like guilty, Awful, yeah. rich people that we have around here. Yeah. Where it's just like, if you're like a, if you're like a Hannibal Burris looking black dude walking around Boston, no one is saying shit to you. No. That is just not happening. And, no. it's, and so the image of it being like, there's a terrible city where everyone's mean. I'm like, no one, no one hears mean. The yeah. transplants are mean. Yeah. Yeah. The transplants are mean. <laughs> and the college kids are mean. Yeah. Because they're rich people. From other parts of the and country they don't where give they a are shit. worse. Yeah. 
dude when like i'm not gonna I, i'm not gonna say where you live but the, like where you live oh. <laughs> i live people know people have oh, said you know you live in lynn okay yeah, all I've right mentioned it. so dude when's the last time you've had somebody really be a fucking they're gonna be there's gonna be people that are trashy there's yeah. gonna be people that you know like tweety bird tattooed motherfuckers but oh uh, yeah they're not mean to you no no ah. and it's just like i don't know i've gotten like since i've moved to lynn and i've told people that like people have given me looks and i'm like I live in like a super nice suburban part of Lynn. Yeah, no one. I, I didn't even need. I didn't even know that this area existed until I moved here. Right. Um, right. It's like a like a good kept secret. Well, that's it. There's there's pockets in all these towns, like in this area. My my favorite uh, myth that was uh, around for the longest time was how dangerous Salem was. Salem, Mass. Oh, that was my favorite. All the point. Oh yeah. They, oh. Are, you, are you enjoying this? Everyone, good local talk for you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, no, but it, well, here's the th- a lot of people that are from other places. Yeah, if they you have, come to this area. Every place is the same. Right. They they know exactly what we're talking about. Where it's like. Yeah, you don't want to go to Salem. You're going to get caught up in Salem. It's like, are you out of your fucking mind? There's there's literally two streets yeah. that they called the point. Yeah. And I had two friends who were the, the skinniest, most feeble goth kids you would ever see in your life. They're sweeties. They're like the sweet, like a couple. But they're goths. But they're, yeah, they're very gothic. <laughs> but um, no one fucked with them. Nobody was like targeting them or breaking into their house or trying to stick them up. It's like, they just, everyone just be friendly and leave each other the fuck alone right. and nothing happens. But to your point, those things do happen. Though, like, mm. it, like, it's not that, like. Oh, crime happens. Yeah, yes, I'm, I'm aware yeah, of the yeah, crime. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's very rare to happen to you, but All it does right. happen kind of abundantly. So I guess statistically you are more likely to, but it probably from a realistic point won't happen to you. Right. Which right. is an odd, like How a How much weird of a percentage thing. of crime do you think happens? That is not people doing anything outside, <laughs> outside of the sphere. Like, literally, like, I'm just here watering my plants. No, that's true. You know very I mean? random acts of crime are very super it's rare. It's pretty self. Usually it's like, oh, yeah. it's just, my house got broken into because I broke into their house a month earlier. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you ask most cops, like, it's like, what, what, how did, this, how did this go down? Well, I was just being a saint. And right. I was, here I was in my house reading the Bible like a good boy. <laughs> and then they go to the person next door and they're like, yeah, this guy has been raping our dog. Like <laughs> he's been just coming over here and fucking our dog. So we got a little upset and came over there and gave him a good finger wag. And then he punched himself in the chest like Marky Mark in fear. And oh, yeah. now we got a problem. And it's like, th- that's, th- which is another reason why, like, imagine being a fucking cop and just having people lie to you all fucking day. I watch cops Ugh. and that's, when, when people hate on cops, like, listen, I get it. Not, th- there's bad people in every, every profession, every group. Of course. And the things that they do are super shitty. But I could not imagine Every like I, that's what I tell people when they're like on their anti-cop tirade. I go just watch two episodes of Cops, <laughs> and you tell me if you had to deal with that every, every single day. day every when day. you probably went in there blue like you know blue eyed and bushy tailed of like I'm gonna help my community, and a lot of cops do. A lot of cops maintain that mentality even dealing with that. Right. Unfortunately, like I said, there's a fucking there's corruption as there is in there's fucking corruption in like your local supermarket chain. Of course. It's like it's just it's just it's just unavoidable. Right, but, it's human nature. But you also have to think of like every like every white girl named Chelsea who's in therapy right now because <laughs> somebody yelled at her too loud a couple times, and she's like, "I have PTSD." What the fuck do you think every police officer right. has walking around? Yeah, 
every one of them on some levels an abused dog at that point right or they've went to, or they were already at war and they came home and they're like hey we know you've been through a lot of shit we have just the job for you <laughs> listen you'd love shit we got shit we got a big fat wet pile of shit for you right and and oh when does it slow down never no, it, it never slows down the day you die that's when it stops actually <laughs> right. and then when you retire you're still going to have residual problems because it just right. doesn't it just doesn't just go away no you know what I mean? Like, it's just, do you think people who are paramedics and they, I'm sure they become desensitized to it, but do you think like just at some point, let's say they walk into a house and there's a woman and she's, you know, like OD'd on the ground and there's just, she's just in her arms blue and there's just, and a fucking, and a baby is just crawling over her, reaching for like a bowl of M&Ms. That's empty. That's just empty and the kid's just reaching for it and just flapping its little arms and it's malnourished and the fucking kid's hair's overgrown and it's wearing like a CVS bag. Diaper full of shit. Right, just, just, di- and the, the diaper is just heavy. It's touching the ground. Just, right, right. right. Like it's, 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 it's the, um, the shit version of ACDC's balls. Like the way that <laughs> yeah. they describe their balls, but it's shit in a baby's diaper. And the, these paramedics see this, right? Do you think that they walk outside and just kind of like brush their hands together and just go like, oh, you can eat buffalo wings down at the TGI Fridays. Standard Thursday. twelve ninety nine, dude. Yep. Like, that's a bargain. It's like, no, they, these people carry this right. shit with them all their lives. But for some reason, we think that they have some sort, they know some magic tricks. Right. Tonight, it's like, well, they were trained. It's like- a lot of people are trained at a lot of things. That's the job they signed up for. That's the job they signed yeah, up for. Yeah, it's a job that's needed. Right, right. It's and not... they offered to do it. Right. Imagine if they if these professions didn't exist. Right. Oh. Society would not be the way it is. Well, I, I, I know oh. we're really flying off the handle here. We are so bad. I Maybe don't care. us being on the show was a bad idea. I don't fuck. <laughs> I don't care. We'll get to the list I don't eventually. Care. Uh, it's not a big deal. Well, I mean, how long? What's what's your what's your uh, length here? What is it? Uh, what do people expect of you? I'll put it this way: we we usually do about ninety minutes. No, that's reasonable. Yeah. yeah. Um, sometimes we don't. I'll put. We always aim for an hour. We always right. go over it. Oh, you uh, should. Well, that's you know what though. That's a big. Uh, and we talk about out. your show. I, I introduced oh, okay. you. We didn't. We we oh, went on this right. huge fucking time. Yeah. I can't imagine. I think the show's going to be seven hours That's long. fine. Yeah. That's fine. I don't think you understand. I've, we just did a 300-minute uh, episode for our 300th uh, episode. Yeah. It was five hours. I think we could beat that. It's really not. It's not that hard to do. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I've done, I've done, I used to do the marathon shows, which- uh, On Wrestling Soup? Yes. Which wrestling, is which I think people could deduce, but tell us about Wrestling Rest, Soup. Wrestling Soup is a podcast now. We'll be uh, celebrating our 10th anniversary, actually, yeah. at the Collective in Tampa. Which uh, the collective is basically it's it's a, a venue where it's going to be three I think there's three different portions of the building where they're just going to be running basically nonstop independent wrestling shows and podcasts from that Thursday until Saturday at like one o'clock in the morning because what's what weekend is that WrestleMania WrestleMania weekend, WrestleMania, weekend. WrestleMania so we got I mean I feel fortunate we got a spot and it's just it's kind of funny to me and it's kind of surreal in a way. Because uh, the three main shows, the three main podcasts that are going to be featured in this venue will be um, uh, Dave Meltzer. Oh, what? Hold on real quick. Right. Are you yay or nay on Dave Meltzer? I think he's a turd. I think he's a huge (laughs) turd. And and that's another. Well, this is another thing that's funny about this, too, is because and I'll I'll tell you the next guest is. uh, So it'll be Dave Meltzer, Cole Cabana with the show. 
And then the art of wrestling. Yes. And then, um, lastly, us. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then you. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, yeah, we have, um, yeah, slob from Boston, uh, slob from Chicago, and slob from New York. Yeah. And we're just gonna get together and uh, just slob it out. But no, like, the, you you look at that and you look at the lineup to me, and it's just hilarious because you know you've got Meltzer who has you know for better or for worse thirty something plus years of being. Right being considered this like wrestling fucking genius which by the way he's not like he's just not yeah uh and for those who don't know because this technically isn't a wrestling show dave Meltzer is a um he's a he's a media person he's a right. he's a, a journalist right he's a wrestling like the journalist longest, he's the longest running wrestling journalist like to put to put it into perspective it's like if um perez hilton for some reason people respected him do you remember Perez Hilton? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So if yeah. people just all had decided at some point to just respect Perez Hilton when he was just like drawn cum on people's faces. Right. So he's been around for decades. And then Cole Caban, obviously, is one of the biggest wrestling podcasts of all time. Yep. And he's another guy where I, 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 I'm interested in meeting him because apparently he hates us. He hates you? Oh, I don't know. Have me him on the show. I, I, let me tell you, I gladly talk to him, but like. He won't. The, the, yeah, probably not. I mean, not. I mean. Uh, well, What's in it for him? Oh, nothing. Absolutely nothing. He gets nothing out of it. I'm, I'm not even going to... Maybe I'll give him a t-shirt, which then he can wear around and have people be angry that he has like our t-shirt on. I actually have a hilarious story about somebody wearing one of our t-shirts, which <laughs> is one of my favorite stories that somebody's told me from, uh, from years of listenership from different people. Someone told me that they were at a uh, Magic the Gathering, uh, like a convention game whatever the fuck it is where people all get together and they uh you know they put an entry fee a couple hundred bucks or yeah. whatever and they play the games of magic the gathering yeah, right then they just drown in pussy then they well after well you know what i mean <laughs> how could you not there's gonna be groupies in every sort of competition right. you know what i mean i wonder what would, they, what would i they, was just about to say i was like what would a groupie of a magic the gathering fan base be <laughs> What would they be? Not even physically, what would they look like? I'm looking for the Because name. wrestlers are called ring rats. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Groupies. Groupie. You've got all your rats. regular ones. You know what I mean? Magic like, the Gatherings would just be- uh, Orcs? I don't know. Or Yeah. It's like, <laughs> dude, I fucked this orc the other day. Yeah, I got the shark. She orc. Yeah, this is fucking- It's dirty. Dirty orc girl. Wand but, rubbers. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. Wand chasers? Would that what they be called? I don't know. I- Funny thing is, is like I play magic, and like yeah. a lot of people who listen to this show do. I'm it's, sure they probably, but yeah. they, you know what? I judge zero Nord uh, Nord culture, Nord <laughs> culture. Well, it's kind of Nord culture. Yeah, too. I judge zero of that because currently, right now, uh, the, the the woman that I've been in a relationship with now, more than like, I mean, we're not. Let me put it this way: This she's going to end up my wife. This is one of those deals. Like it's it's going <laughs> to such a romantic person, Joey. Well, you know, <laughs> well, no, but here's what you know. What's funny is that. I'm very concrete with, with shit in the sense that, like, I'm like, I'm happy. There you go. Yeah. Like, I'll just say it like that. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm happy. I'm doing all right. This is what it's going to, I'm all right. But I'm still, I'm like, I'm, you know, not to not to go way off the deep end here, but like, I'm an affectionate person. I'm thoughtful. Yeah. I do. Joey came in and rubbed his head on my chest. I did. I was like, oh, hi. I did. And and honest to God, like I I am not going to lie. I was drawn immediately to seeing a cat. That's, That's just, true. He did beeline it to the I, cat. I Love like that, dude. Love animals. Love cats, dogs. Eh, give or take. Yeah, uh, which pisses a lot of people off. Yeah, dog. Well, dogs are very, uh, you know, dog A can be very different from dog B. Right. There's a little too much. Yeah. It's, it's, the dogs are just too fucking needy. Oh yeah. They're too fucking needy, dude. So like you like the people that are like, and I remember when I was single, I would go with these girls that had dogs, 
and it'd be, you know, it'd be eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night. And you're like, oh, we're out having dinner and a couple drinks, like having a good time. And then this, this is by no means being like, oh, God, God, go home, get pussy now. But like <laughs> you would do that. And then you're like, hey, we're, we're, you know, want to go do something else. want to go get, go to another bar. And we would be like, no, nah, I gotta go. Cause my dog's going to take a shit. And I'm like, right. oh, great. And so like, that's the end of my night. Cause <laughs> right. your dog has to take a shit. Like, great. I guess I'll just go home to no dog. Right. I guess I'll just go home and fucking, I don't know, play video games or something right. like, which by the way, I always find that funny when like women are like, why do guys play video games? Cause you have dogs. Right. That's why. Cause what else am dogs. I going to do? I can't jerk off more than once. I can't drink. <laughs> I'm gonna come. I'm gonna jerk off on your dog. Right. Would that be all right? Can I do that? I mean, if we're just if the dog is that important, right? I'm gonna give the dog the intention that you give it. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a TLC. But no, like, uh, oh yeah. So yeah, she's she's big nerd culture. Big like loves all. That does plays D and D. Does all the different shit. And truthfully, you come to find over time that uh, there's that's like a very warm culture. Like oh yeah, it's very warm. There's not like, there's not a lot of like anger and and, and which by the way it, it's it's has been kind of derailed by more of the goofy like sensitive everybody's a you know picking oh yeah this person did it like that infests every subculture. Right. I think the reason why it's so warm is because they if you're excited about what they're excited about they're shocked. Well, they're just <laughs> right. they're just they just want to talk about the thing. They just want to they want to enjoy what they. I don't say they. What we? I mean, because I'm I'm no different. Right, right. When somebody comes in, they're like, "Oh, uh, you hear the new Ghost album?" I was like, "You like Ghost? I like Ghost. Let's talk about Ghost." Am I wearing the hoodie? No, I'm wearing a different hoodie. Right. Um, but it's just like, for me, like, I'll I'll jive with those people, no matter who they are. Oh, if they should. come in, they're like, "I like something you like." I'm like, "Let's talk about that." Well, they sh- well, you have to think about it. Like, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. You know, like you should, you, you should be open to people that have, and, and to me, there's so many subcultures that aren't like that though. Yeah. Like uh, typically like you'd see that and you remember like in music where you're just like, why are you judging this person that's willing to spend $7 to watch a bunch of shitty bands with you? Right. You know what I mean? Like that was a very, to, to me, like that never really made sense and that never really clicked. And then I realized at some point, like, I'm like, oh, these people have to be protective of this. Right. Because in their minds, this is important. Yeah. Is this matters in the grand scheme of this things. This just to them really matters. And you have to be like, oh, this is really given a lot of value. But, uh, oh, so the kid was at the fucking Magic of the Gathering yeah. thing, right? And he was wearing one of our shirts. Was it a Grand Prix? That, oh, that's what they call it. Is it really? It's called a Grand Prix? It's a Magic the Gathering Grand Prix. All right, Prix. so I'm going to say that's lame. All right. <laughs> I know I'm saying I'm going to be supportive, but that's really that's really lame. But uh, You try to come up with a better name. I'm just going to call it Grand Prix, like a race, <laughs> you know? It's a race. It's fast. So, it's, so the kid goes and sits down at a table or whatever the fuck. I don't know. A tree. Whatever they do these days. The tree's tree. It's a table. It's a table. They do it at a table. <laughs> I mean, it could be made out of a tree. I don't know. I'd, I'd hope so. Right. Unless it was made out of plastic. Right. Which will inevitably be swallowed by a sea turtle. Right. But uh, no. So he goes and sits down and the guy sees that he's wearing the shirt and he puts his shit down and he stands up and he goes, I won't play with this kid. <laughs> Why? You hate your show? Because we just, I, we don't, we don't agree with him about Seamus or something. I don't know. Like it's just Jesus. I don't know. Well, that's well, that's what's funny is, is and and I was talking to you a little bit about this before we started recording. Is is that people will get something from you on the internet? They'll hear your show, and you'll say one thing or do one thing out of thousands of things. Like at this at this point, 
there's enough audio of me over the past 10 years, whether it being on uh, my show or different people's shows or anything like that, you could probably create an AI that is me <laughs> right. from just uploading all these shows. I don't know why they'd want to do that, but if they could, it would it would be possible. I'm trying to swindle you out of that uh, wrestling suit money. Uh, that's right. Yeah. You know, well, remember that? Like they made like the fake Joe Rogan. Did you hear that? When somebody like mimicked his voice completely? No. Yeah, it was very weird. Well, they have that software now, um, that Adobe um, software that can that can do exactly that. Uh, yeah, it I can. Know. It can. It takes certain samples from you know just voice recordings or listening to people talk, and then from that you can type out a sentence and it will speak perfectly that's, audible. That's as, not good. No, that's it's not, not good. good. And there's that. Then there's the deep fakes, mm. which. Um, it's great for me because now I can watch, you know, these actresses who have never done porn <laughs> just fucking do the worst porn things ever. Well, you know what? Give it time because I'm telling you in the next probably 20 years or so, none of this, uh, none, none of the sexuality stuff, like none of this, like it's going to be like this, this chick had a sex tape. It's not going to matter at no. all. They'd be like, yeah, who at doesn't? Right, right. Right. It's just, it's already, I mean, we're already getting to that point. Oh yeah. It's not a big deal. Like if someone okay not to go off on wrestling too much but like the girl page yeah where if anybody that's listening to this likes wrestling this girl page in wwe very like stereotypical cute gothy chick if you haven't seen her and you're into those type of like hot topic-y fucking black hair type chicks you'll yeah. probably go enjoy this uh there's at least a dozen and a half home sex tapes made yeah. of her on with other wrestlers too yeah She's got more videos on Pornhub than girls who've done real porn. Right. <laughs> like if you somebody would if you went and you were like searching her name or clicking on her name, like she'd have more titles. She she has more titles than Mia Khalifa. Yeah. <laughs> and that chick's made like millions of dollars. Right. As like the as the porn chick. Yeah. And I think that there was some interview with her, she's like, she's done like four videos. Really? Pages yeah. She's done like some really small amount. And Paige has like fifteen. Right, she's, she ain't getting paid for any of them. Oh no, she's like she's got solo. She has the threesomes, interracial. Like I'm like Jesus, yeah, Jesus Christ. And she still has a job with the company. I know to this day. Yeah, they were just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, and it kept yeah. happening too. For like they didn't oh, they didn't all get released at once. No. It was like drawn out for like a year. They were dropping her fucking uh her sex tapes like Little Wayne was dropping mixtapes in 2007. <laughs> yeah. Like it was just like what what week next week? All right, here's more porn by this this chick and which at some point yeah like dude, do you think none of this was going to get out? I don't know. I, yeah. That's I don't know. You get but, called an asshole for saying that, but how many porn how many sex tapes do you got to film before you're like someone's going to see this? I think if you film a sex tape um there's got to be a little part of you that is just like, not that you want it to get out and like, listen, I totally get it. Your private life, your private life should remain private. But if you're going to put it, even like, even if you write down a, like a, an opinion on paper, you got to be a little bit okay with just the idea that if it gets out, like everyone's going to see it. Oh yeah. Like yeah. not that it should. And like people should be able to maintain their 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 private lives. And if you want to record yourself having sex a hundred times, and you don't want want anyone to ever see it, then like that. I mean, technically, sure. I hope I hope that happens. But you got to be realistic about it. Of course. And you got to yeah. just be like, this could get out. And if it does, am I okay with it? Right. And uh, it's and what's odd about that is it's that's considered like a really mean mean like how. 
Why would you ever think that? I know. And, I'm not saying don't do it. I'm not saying that what happens to them isn't awful. But right, like, right. Ha- but just being pragmatic and being realistic, you mm. got to be a little bit. Not that you wanted to, but if like if this gets out, how much? If it's gonna fucking absolutely crush, destroy you, don't do it. I guess. Right. Right. But, That's a very good. Well, like okay, so you're rocking some some Disney shit right now. Always you got Disney shit. Yeah. Okay. When you're at Disney. Yeah. And you see parents and couples and they're taking pictures at the Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. or Epcot. I'm loving it. In front of the big fucking dome. It's right? called Spaceship Earth, but let's keep Imagine, going. <laughs> I'm sorry. How Bob, dare you? I, it's called Spaceship Earth, all right? It's uh, great. It's going down for a refurbishment and next year and they're going to add new scenes <laughs> to make it more contemporary with a new voiceover actor. They're going to report it. It's going to be great. So- Picture if you went and took a picture in front of that big fucking Epcot ball. Yeah. Let's call it the Epcot ball. Sure. With the wife, right? Yeah. Some guy, let's say, is an Asian gentleman with his family. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you take a picture of us? Like, yeah, okay. You take the picture of him. And he's like, all right, you're going to take a picture of you guys? It goes, well, it takes a picture of you. You take the camera from him. Thank you, sir. Have a good night. And you turn to your wife and you look at her and you go, Nobody better ever see this shit. <laughs> no one better. Because, dude, why do people take pictures? For other people to see them. For other people to see them. Why do people film shit? For other people to see it. For him. other people to see it. Like, to me, like, to, mentally, like, that's my first fucking thought. Right. Like, he's like, you know what? I, you know, I, I could meet, I could run through a litany of a list of wrestlers I've met, many of which who are now dead. And I didn't take pictures with them because at the time I was very firmly doing my shit. I was a referee. I considered myself to be a part of the business. And through doing that, it would have been very like marky, just in the same way where it's like. Looked if, down upon. Right. If you were an actor and you're at the fucking Golden Globes, you shouldn't run up to Leonardo DiCaprio asking for a fucking selfie. Right. You look like an idiot. Right. Right. So I didn't treat it that way. But in my mind, if I would have done that and had those pictures, are those for me? Are they for me? <laughs> I mean, who are they? F- are they for me? I I take pictures that are for me. I I like to. I, I mean, they're a bit of, of what, a your parking space, so you don't forget where you parked. Well, like, who are you yeah, take? That's one. That's a good yeah, one. sure. That's, that's a, a very practical that. use of photography Damn right. technology. And you're not doing, and you're doing that for a reason. But no, I like to. I mean, I take pictures to uh for because maybe maybe I take a picture about a time that I forgot about, and I don't mm. remember that positive memory until I see that picture again. And I right. and like things like that. Um, have you ever taken a picture of your butthole so you wouldn't forget what it looked like? No, but I have taken dick pics and those have gotten out. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. and, but I didn't care because <laughs> I was no, like, if anyone wants to see no. my dick, I mean, like, well, that's no. on them. Well, that's it's also, nothing to write home about. Well, do you know what's the funniest thing about that is when you really stop and think about it is that that's basically like if someone was to be like, oh, look what happened to you. And you're like, I'm trying to have sex. I know. That's what I said. Like, what do you that's, say? That's my argument every time I go, listen, what, back in my day, when, because w- on, on our generation, right, right, right. that's when nude trading became a thing. Of course. Yeah. Camera phones became prevalent. Mm-hmm. And we are of the generation when that happened. I definitely, as I got older and matured, I definitely regret um, a lot of things that I did with that. A lot of like uh, poor choices as like a, an, an agro adolescent male in that time of like 
you know, looking probably at people's naked body who I had no business seeing. Oh yes, yes, right? yes. T- and that I, was the, t- but that was the, the like the revenge porn era and, and like things stuff. like yeah. that, right? And I right. get it, and that, but I get it now. Right, I'm you 34. Weren't, you weren't supposed to, dude. The, the so much of the shit that I laugh about when people, you know, they talk about today. Like people had the same sensibilities as twenty years ago, no and it's like they way. just didn't. No way, they just didn't, man. Like, and just, you know, how didn't I know that? Trust me, they didn't. Right, they didn't. I was there. Yeah, <laughs> I please saw it. believe me, I was fucking there. Like, it's just at some point you just want to be like, okay, I understand that you are coming from this time in this space, but now that's not. It's not at all the same. Like, it's just like when someone's like, oh, you know. Like Abe Lincoln, okay. <laughs> let's let's take let's talk about Abe Lincoln. Classic example. I'm gonna bet you Abraham Lincoln was racist. <laughs> I'm gonna bet you he was like racist. Of course he was. Do you know why Abraham Lincoln was racist? Because he lived in that time. Because he lived in the fuck yes. Right. I'm gonna go out on a limb and I'm gonna say, Dr. Martin Luther King. It's this is day tomorrow. That's so, right. This episode is so, actually coming out today so on this, that day. Oh, <laughs> so hold on. With it, with it, technically, if you're listening to this Monday when it drops, yeah. it, uh, happy Martin Luther King Day, happy everyone. Happy Martin Luther King Day. And now day. Joey's going to say something. And I'm going to sully his legacy doctor. by breaking this horrible piece of news to you. Go ahead. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Dr. Martin Luther King probably would have, if you'd have been like, "Hey, what do you think about transgender people?" He would have not agreed with it. Yeah. I mean, probably not. Also, I'm, two things about two little bits about history that I always thought were interesting mm. about Lincoln and Dr. Martin Luther King that people seem to forget. Lots of rap songs about them. Lots of rap true. songs about yep. them. Um, Abe, uh, Abe Lincoln didn't really give a shit about slavery. Oh no! The reason no. why he abolished it was because he needed uh, he needed a reason to unify against the South. Um, right. That was it. It was just a way. It was a way to 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 rally and win that war. He didn't really carry the way personally. Mm. And I mean, Martin Luther King. It's a fucking womanizer. Oh, well, but you know what? Do you know why I don't, know why I don't and, and I was talking about this the other day too, because I was watching a documentary about Martin Luther King, which is also another age mind fuck too, where <laughs> you look at him and you see the speech where he's, you know, he's in DC and he's in front of a million people. And when you're younger, you look at him and you're like, that's a fucking man, right? right? Yeah. You're like, that's a fucking man. That's like a strong, confident person who's lived through so much shit and done so much stuff and suffered and like, and then and I'm just sitting there. I go, he's the same age as me. <laughs> what am I doing? I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, like la- last week I made mac and cheese with sour cream because I didn't have milk in the fridge. Oh, and this get guy, out of my house. I know I'm I'm already out the door. <laughs> All right, but no, like uh, you see that you're like, good. God. No, like, but that's my point. The point I'm making is that everyone has flaws and everyone does bad things. But right, in the right. war, in the culture that we live in today, people will take that as enough to like erase any oh, good yeah, that had yeah. happened. It's like being like, yeah, I'm sure Martin Luther King said like probably awful things compared to today's standards, right. done awful things com- compared to today's standards. But he did a f- so much good. It's just like, but like, because of that, because of the certain good that he's done, he gets a pass. You just, why, with some people, you just got to look at it and a a lot of it is the, is the human element of it where, you know, even like you said, you're like, oh, he was kind of a womanizer. And it's like, you know what? This guy had to live his life in the fear that someone was going to shoot him in the face. Every moment of his life was spent that way. Right. 
Good thing it didn't happen. Let them. F- <laughs> <laughs> I, I I didn't I didn't graduate high school. I missed it, that day in history you class. You know what? I think he's um I think he was accurate. I right. think he might have been onto something. Right. But no, like he had to live every minute of his life feeling that way. Where the guy there was even a quote from him. He's like, "I won't live to see 40. and he got killed at thirty nine. Right. So I not- I saw I on a business trip last mm. year. I went to uh, Memphis, and I I saw where he got shot. Yeah. That was probably one of the most surreal moments of my life because I, you hear, you know it like the, everybody knows that story, right? Right, it's, right. it's it's like legend. But then when I was like there and like everything's intact, the balcony's yeah. still there, the, the building, the cars are still yeah. there. I was like, this is fucking really wild. And it, I was like mm. by myself. And I also, I also stumbled across it at like literally just walking around Memphis at 11.30 p.m. at night by myself because I had nothing to do. Not right. Memphis. Yeah, it was Memphis. Yeah, it's Memphis, um, yeah. And I just like, I was trying to get to this other restaurant and I just walked down the street and it was just like, it was just there. No one was around. And it was just there. I was like, what the fuck? And then I was like, oh my God, this is where Martin Luther King got shot. <laughs> right. It was really fucking this is, this weird. This is something that every kid in America is told. Yeah. You know? But that's also like, so suppose he was, he was, you know, getting with chicks and doing his deal or whatever. Let the guy fuck, okay? <laughs> let him fuck. Yeah. Let the, <laughs> how much good shit? How much good shit does someone have to do in life before we let him fuck? Just let him have sex. <laughs> I'd love to quantify that. If someone has an answer for that, I'd like to know because I'd like. To, I mean, right. I need a new goal. How much great? <laughs> how much good shit does someone have to do before we forgive them for other things? Right. Should we get to our list? Oh Jesus! <laughs> we can do this list. Yeah, I, yeah. It is. I mean, for the sake of the show and the namesake, this. I just. We're, we're forty minutes in. Yeah, this that's is, normal for me. I know. This that's is wild. This is so wild. People listening, I don't know. I can't wait to hear the feedback on the show because I'm genuinely curious because, like, being completely honest, like, I, have I, a fucking, I hope I, have, I don't horrify your audience. I have a fucking really... baby on the way, you know? Right. Like, my life's about to very much change. And it, like, I want to continue doing top five, but it might have to change. It might have to be a little looser, or I don't know because there's a lot of, a lot of stuff that goes in the top five. So. I don't know. If you're interested in just hearing me fucking just chat with some people. But you're supposed but dude, that's what you you should try to never never box yourself in. And that's a part of it too. And I'm I, you know, I learned that now. Yeah. When I started the show. <laughs> right, right. I didn't know that. I didn't know that right yeah. coming up with a show that required a weekly mechanic for the show to continue, uh, would because all my other shows, I, I can I can record the whole season. I can do a season, which I should be do. I should have done in the first place. Right. Uh, I could have done a season in two weekends, and then enjoyed the the fruits of my labor for for months. <laughs> right. Right. But not anymore. I've been. I mean, you do a weekly show. Yeah, and and and, and truthfully, I mean, it can be hard. And yes, I I say to people all the time, like you know, the wrestling gods always provide. Oh yeah, they truly do. Yeah. Where else? There's sit always there. something. Oh, when dude Wednesday, it's like without fail. Like yep. Wednesday, Thursday, the show happens Thursday. Wednesday, open the thing, and it'll be like, what did this dipshit do? <laughs> Mr. Perfect, not dead. Right, you're like, whoa. <laughs> wow, he pulled that off for a long time. <laughs> Good long con. You know, someone does something stupid. Yeah. Someone says something stupid. Something funny happens. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's it, it, there's always a gift in the wrestling world. If it's not the wrestling world, we don't just talk about that. We talk about everything on there. Yeah. Talk about, you know, uh, real uh, sports, if you will, you know, whatever's going on in the news, politics, movies, comics, yeah. you know, music. Like, it's a roundtable discussion. Yeah, we talk about everything there. And that's because we learned early on. And there wasn't a ton of shows at the time. 
But the ones we listened to, where it was just guys being like, you know, I give this match four stars. That was cool. You know, and he did that move. That yeah. was really neat. Like, we were like, no, this is not. This is not shit that people get emotionally invested in and want to hear and want to know anything about. Right. Like, it's just at some point, and, you know, not to break a fourth wall here, but Go at ahead, some, break it. But I'm going to smash the yeah. fucking, fuck that wall. Deadpool up. it, dude. I'm going to Deadpool that wall, dude. There's like a Hulk right here. So I'm going to smash that wall. Uh, no, like, at some point, people need to want to hear you. Yeah. Not what you're talking about. They want to know, like they want to check in. They want to be like, what's what's going on with Joe? What does he think about this? Yeah. What does Matt think about that? You um, know what I mean? Like, But people could probably guess. <laughs> <laughs> but like, well, no, even if they do know, even if on some level, like they do know, like they might even hear you and they're just like, oh shit, I didn't think. Yeah. Well, there's that, a, there's that phrase in podcasting where, and I've said it a hundred times on the show and I say it all, I'd say it to everyone who asked me about like podcasting, people come for the content and they stay for the hosts. Well, that's what they're supposed to do. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's that's really what it comes down to, and yeah. that's and to me that's one of the best things about the medium. As far as you know, what if you live in a town where you know it used to be four goddamn radio shows, and it was just like Larry in the wheelbarrow, and you're like, you know, I don't get out of that barrel. I don't care about Larry and or the fucking wheelbarrow. So why am I listening to this? And you're like, well, if you don't like Larry in the wheelbarrow, you can like Mikey in the Mikey in the clown face. And you're like, I don't like Mikey in the clown face. A <laughs> uh, new show on Make Fun Network will be Mikey in the clown Mikey face. Mikey in the clown face. <laughs> well, for the longest time, we've always had um, we had our sellout names. Where if because there was a point where Sirius Radio was contacting us, and we were like, oh, you know, maybe we can make this work. But no, were they, were they like, we'll give you one a.m. Right. Well, well, that was a matter of there was a couple different. We've had those teasers happen before. Honest to God, I'm telling you right now, if someone was to call on the phone, do you remember the end of Dumb and Dumber where they're walking down the street and the bikini girls come up? Oh, yeah. And they're like, you want to put oil on our bodies? And they're like, there's probably guys in town. Like, yeah. That would be that would happen to us because at this point there's been so many instances where people are like, hey, you want to do this morning? And we're like, yeah, sure. Like, let us know, you know, get back at us. Like, you know, if we get flight info, we'll come out there and we'll check it out. And, you know, it wasn't as settled in in life at that time. So it was like, dude, if you want to fucking pay me X amount of money to go into this place and be a sports radio guy or, you know, make fun of your fucking local food or whatever the shit, I don't care. I'll go do it. But that's happened so many times now. Yeah. That. I don't know. Like if something was to come along, I might not even acknowledge it until like it's right there. Yeah. Until it's right fucking there. And then yeah. I'd be like, oh, okay. I guess that's it. But yeah. no I'm not looking. No one's contacting me about nothing. You don't want to trust me. You don't want to, you don't even, but you don't want to think of it that way. Yeah. Don't like, don't go into it with the mindset of you're going to do something and it's going to be successful. <laughs> go into it with the mindset of like, I'm going to go into it. I'm going to have a good time. Listen, is that something that you have, been told as a child that don't worry about being successful no no i knew i was concerned about being successful no it's just it's the idea that i think a lot of people have where they don't want to do something unless they they think that somehow it's going to turn out amazingly for them right and that's not most shit most shit you're going to do you're going to try it like and and you're involved in you know improv and theater and you've done tons of shit like that before. It's like how many people where it's just like you want to look at them and you want to be like, hey, you're good, but this is your ceiling. <laughs> yeah, you ain't getting past here. Yeah, like this is yeah. your ceiling. No, that's 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 very true. A lot of people, especially from like the improv community, like they they like it and they want to do they want to pursue it like big time and like more power to them for having the ability to to try, but. I'd say 
nine and a half times out of ten, mm. they move and they're just a uh, smaller fish in a bigger pond. Right, right. And, but you know what? Someone's got to make it. I do. I have a friend in Chicago. Listen, it's like the lottery. You can't win if you don't play. Right. Oh, well, that's it too. It's just being there. Right. Sometimes a lot of that's just being there and that's actually what you're seeing a lot in wrestling now too. Where there's guys that you're like, how the fuck is that guy getting signed? You're like, oh, because he's there. Right. He's still there. Yeah. But like, I, I have a, a friend who actually is a, started as a listener of the show, and now he's a good dude, and I talk to him all the time. Uh, he works at uh, Second City in Chicago. Okay. And so he's in this place where it's just like, oh, you know, I, you know, I'm gonna yeah, gonna go out here, and I might have this, tri- you know. What, what's it called? A fucking tryout, basically, or any yeah. of those deals like that? Audition. Audition. Yeah, there we go. That's how far removed I am from <laughs> any of this shit. Yeah, wrestlers have tryouts. Right. Even though it's really more of an audition. You go in there, they beat you up, right. that type of stuff. But no, like, you know, that's he, he's like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And I'm like, that, that's great. And you, you root for that person, but you're also like, in your mind, you're, you know, I don't know how to tell you this, <laughs> but there's like a 98% chance they're going to pick like the hot biracial girl over a husky guy in his 30s who's just like a big dude from fucking chicagoland right like that's just what it's more likely to be they're gonna be like well she's 22 and attractive (laughs) and just funny enough that we can slide her under the radar and put her with the satellite her with a bunch of people who are more talented and we can make money with her as opposed to you where we're going to look at you and say, well, okay, what are, we, what are we going to do? Well, we can sell Skechers with this guy. Right. People Which I'm need. currently wearing. Right. Oh, I'm wearing New Balances. I fucking, I yell New Balances to the to the <laughs> sky. I don't, whenever people insult New Balances, I get very passionate about it. <laughs> don't insult the shows. Well, you know why? You know why the, peop- the people who insult New Balances still think that somehow their shoes are going to get them laid. They're still in that mindset of like a 22-year-old guy. Oh, yeah. I who, guess that is what people think. Yeah. That's it. They, they still think that somehow they're going to go out somewhere. And you know what? Clearly, it's worked. Right. Because anybody that does anything- It's had to have worked sometime. It's had to have worked at some time. Yeah, sometime it had to have worked. And sometimes some guys probably just been like, look, I have money. Do you see this? Do you right. like money? This is, in, this is showing you I have money. They should just- Tape money to their feet. Right, right. See, I got <laughs> my feet have great arches. They're right. not wide or flat. Like, nope. And then, and the, the idea of that is supposed to be that, you know, wow, that's fucking great. Yeah. Let me give you, okay, this is a person to fucking have sex with. And it's like, and good, good for them. But there's a point where that leaves and you're just like, can I just be comfortable, please? <laughs> right. Yeah. That's how I am at this point. For my walking around, I'm like, what's the most comfortable shoe? No, I don't care what it looks like. You're you're gonna immerse yourself so well in dad life. Oh, I've been there years it, ago. Yeah. yeah, whatever's most. I don't care what it looks like. If I can walk around in it, and it's great. My I'm, feet don't ever hurt. It's I'm wonderful. already dad without a kid, so it's great. It's just <laughs> like rebel without a cause. Just dad without a kid. That's yeah, the, the new movie. <laughs> he doesn't and put I, on a I leather li- jacket. He puts on a, a hooded sweatshirt. And I'm gonna end like James Dean too. I can almost guarantee it. <laughs> Uh, so let's, let's get into our list. Um, uh, oh, yeah. let's, let's do this. So what we're doing today, uh, actually, uh, Joe picked this topic. It's, it's top five lies you were told as a child that you wish were true. Yes. Today. Yes. Um, <laughs> so not to, to 
So you have a, a degree, right? I have many degrees. Actually. Oh, oh, excuse I have me. Very well. And then, you know He's what? wearing glasses, so I know well, it's true. Well, let me tell you, that's another part of New England culture where you sit in a place and you're like, look at this ignorant fucking slob. And it's some guy or some girl who's just just overweight and falling out of their clothes and just speaking like they have a mouthful of Kashi cereal. And you're like, this person is a fucking clown. And then they're just like, ah, oh, I'm finishing up my classes in Harvard. <laughs> and they're just genius. Like, right. just genius level by most of what's going on. And believe me, I'm not equating myself to those people. <laughs> uh, but Joe's a, falling out of his clothes. Right, right. That's Well, that's kind of. Right. If that was a choice. Right. That was my choice, actually. It was for science. It's empowering right. to me. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing clothes that don't fit me is empowering. Yeah. It's funny how that doesn't work for guys as much. No, because I um, I definitely wear clothes that don't fit me all the oh, time. That's all right. I just I took a DNA test and I found out I have a really bad thyroid. So, uh, <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> Beautiful. Yes. Yeah. At uh, any size. So, but yeah. So you have you have many degrees. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I got my list here too. Well, that's well. No, I mean I'm not I'm not trying to brag or anything. But no. But just, the, the point I was getting at was that um. It's interesting because we have a degree in child. Something. Oh no no! Let me let me start at the tippity top. So I was in EMT for a while. Okay. I went to school. I was a medical assistant for a while mm-hmm. because I wanted to be a firefighter. Yeah. Initially, I wanted to be a firefighter, and it wasn't even necessarily like a um, like a post nine eleven thing where I was like, I'm gonna go save the. You know, Toba Keith, I'm going to put a boot in the fucking ass. I just wanted to do some type of civil service that helped people. And I was like, I couldn't be a cop. I didn't want to be a fucking cop. I never. You watched cops before. I'd watched cops before. And you were like, I don't want to do this. And I ne- but I never wanted to be a cop. And uh, I, I wanted to teach. I wanted to teach initially. And I should have gone with my gut. But I didn't because I was 18. And that's, it is what it is. Right. So You're too busy looking at nudes. Oh, well, yeah, that's, that's sort of what it was. As we did at 18. Such is the way of right. the early 2000s. That's right, the B9 boards. That's what's... <laughs> Remember the B9 boards? Of course, of yeah. course. Well, you know, what? What? Well, this was a time when nudity was a lot harder to come by. Yeah, that's true. a lot harder time. By the way, the amount of sex that has probably increased thanks to GPS... Oh, good God. Oh. Good yep. God. How many times were you talking to a girl in the early 2000s and she's like, oh, you know, like, oh, come hang out with me. And you're like, okay. And she's like, I live in North Attleboro. And you're like, I don't got enough printer ink for MapQuest (laughs) to to make it to North Attleboro for maybe, maybe to touch a tit. Yeah. I don't have. What do you think this is? You know what I mean? I don't even have a printer. I don't have a printer. Right. I'm not going to write out all these directions. No, no, definitely not. No, 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 no. No, no, no. So, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of relationships that happened that could have happened. Oh, yeah. In a world that was pre-GPS. What a time <laughs> but, to be alive. Right? So, I did that and I eventually found my way into education and now I have a master's in the fucking education in, in the fucking education. Yeah, in the fucking education. And a master's in the education. I have a master's. I actually have a, a bachelor's in, because I, I started out going into marketing, to which I, uh, marketing and uh, advertisement. Mm-hmm. You want to be a madman? Well, that, well, this was it too. Was I, at some point I looked and I go, I go, you know what? I feel like I have a good mind for this stuff. I think I have a good mind for business. And that was from being around wrestling and promoting and seeing the shit. And I was going, you know, I think I could figure this out. And I think I could do well at this. And then at some point it clicked with me when I'm sitting in there and it's like the classes are basically just telling you, like, do you like lying? 
<laughs> How do you feel about lying creatively? And Ooh. I was like, I was like, no, I, I maybe I, I should go into marketing. Right? I have no, <laughs> I have no problem with it. It's just you know, like, hey kids, do you like cigarettes? Yeah, they're like, good for you. They'll make you strong. <laughs> the cigarettes will make you like the Ninja Turtles. That's Look. right. If you smoke this, uh, your dead parents will come back. <laughs> Logan Paul smokes the cigarettes. Yeah. But no, like, so at some point I'm like, no, I, I, I want to be invested in actually helping people on some level. Like I went back to the thought process of before where I was like, you know, that was the thing that you found the most joy in. Maybe you should follow through with that. So I had the marketing degree with the education minor. I almost had a double minor in business, which I, sh- I couldn't take uh, past financial accounting because if you haven't guessed, uh, if you haven't guessed by now, I'm very ADHD. <laughs> so I couldn't sit in the goddamn class. And it was, I just remember being in the class and on the first day, some guy, the, the professor made some sort of, you know, calculus joke. And I'm just like, and the kids are all laughing in the class. <laughs> and I said, I'm, I, I have to leave. <laughs> this is not for me. This is not for me. Like, I'm like, this is, I, at, at that point, I just almost wanted to stand up and just go, I'm from Hyde Park and just run out, <laughs> just run out the door. No one there does math. No. Uh, so yeah, that was I. So I almost had that, and now I found my way into education well, and doing this and doing this. So back to uh, the topic at hand. So lies that you were told as a child. Now, do you, when you say lies that you were told as a child, are you talking about like? Because um, this is how I made my list. Was like uh, based off of like kind of like not generic, but like mm. kind of like you know lessons of phrase. Or things like that. Well, it was a lot of, I think it was, uh, my, my thought was it was just across the board. Like, what is it that adults tell you? Right. Whether you're in school mm-hmm. or it's on television or it's through media. Like, wh- what are the things that people just say to you as a kid that you're just supposed to believe and you go with it? And then as time goes on, you're like, all right, I feel pretty fucking, I feel pretty cheated actually by this. <laughs> this didn't happen. Right. Or wouldn't this, or, or like I'd said, wouldn't it have been nice? Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't it nice? just be nice if this was true? Like, oh, yeah. I, I understand the lie, but wouldn't it be nice? Um. So, all right, I'll 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 start. I'll go with my number five. Mm. So my number five lie that I was told um, that I wish was true uh, was that uh, you'll go blind if you sit too close to the TV. Oh. The reason why I wish it was true is because I feel like there is a class action suit that I'm missing out on. Mm. And... There's money to be made there. Because I level. sat very close to the TV. Do you have astigmatism? No. Wow. I still sit wow. close to the TV. So you you came to my house. You saw where the yeah, TV yeah. was. You saw where the couch was. Yeah. When I play video games, I sit on a folding chair in front of the the coffee table and directly in front of that giant TV. <laughs> yeah, I got well. I got away with not having glasses till I was like 32, 33. Oh, really? So I, I for the longest time. I probably needed them before. <laughs> I missed a couple exits on the highway, but, but it just, it just, you know what? It reached the point at some time where I was just like, well, you know what? I think I'm having a migraine every day. But this like, may have something to do with my vision. A bigger talking point to this was just like, uh, like what a weird, what a weird way to try to like trick control your child. Why don't you oh, just tell them to yeah. get away from the TV? Like, and also, like, do you think people thought that that was true? I'm sure. I'm sure on some level they did. Well, you have to think there's a litany of shit that we're going to find out in 20 years. Oh, yeah. That, you know, obviously, and it's at this point, it's it's hack as fuck to say, but we all know the phones are killing us. 
The phones are fucking us up. There's no way around that. <laughs> no, not my phone. They're like, there's just six Gs, and they're just like, so you're telling me there's just floating shit all around us at all, all the time. time. Oh, yeah. At all times, and it's just, is that is that good? Sometimes I can feel it when I walk through the air. Right. Oh, dude. <laughs> or the one you're sitting there, and you feel like your phone vibrates, and then you look down, and it doesn't. Like, that's just my blood moving real fast. Right? It's like, what is going on here? What is this doing to, what is this doing to my balls. Right. It's right next to my balls. Because it's like, if you just want, like, why couldn't you just say, don't sit, get away from the TV. Go away. Right. Go sit over here. Or just the idea of being that close to it. Like, it's like you're actually blocking other people's views. (laughs) So it's inconsiderate. I can't see. Right. How about just think you're being inconsiderate. Right. Be considerate of people around you. Well, we had, well, that's, I mean, a lot of the times we have to lie to people to convince them that they're, uh, something bad's going to happen to them when they're just being inconsiderate. I told Joe, I said, if he doesn't do the show, uh, he'll die. And reasonably, well, you know what? I'm fingers crossed. Right. So, uh, so there's still a chance. (laughs) I think it still might happen. The show's not over. So I still might. That's right. A lot of things coming up. The death might still happen. Right. So I got my, my five. Yeah. What's your number five? Okay. So my, I kind of went just because this just, my list just evolves from like the easiest shit, like the stuff that you just most wish was true, right down to just the cruelest shit. <laughs> so number five I picked is just the easy go-to, which is that uh, Santa and the Easter Bunny are real. Oh, that's my number one. That's your number one? Yeah. So the re- Oh, dude, wait till you hear some of my fucking cruel so, ass ones then. If so that's your number one. The number the, re- the way the show works is if someone has a duplicate, oh. whoever has it ranked higher on their list gets first dibs at, at oh, talking points. okay. All so right. there's, there's only one... So obviously, the idea of having like a Santa Claus running around uh, and it being real is incredible, right? The of idea course. that a guy can do that, but for me, I wish it was real because it does a couple. It does a couple different things. It offers new industry, mm. right? Is a whole new economy to his operation, right? Right. right. Um, it would have. It would. It would really have an effect on other. Uh, it would have an effect on everything else. How does Amazon? compete with santa claus that's true could it compete with santa claus but he only did it on those certain days right wouldn't that be interesting but those days are huge those are his. shopping days for uh retailers oh you know what i mean what about walmart what about it's like it, it changes the landscape of the world so much like if you, when you really think about it it uh, really fucking like like but why do they? Do you know why they call it Black Friday? Of course, because it makes yeah, the, puts it, the sales from the red to exactly. the black. Exactly, yeah. that's that's gone. That's huge. That yeah. day's gone. That you're, oh wow, you're right. So Santa would just remove that entirely. And what would the world look like without that structure? So Santa's just subtly collapsing the world world's economy. Well, that's what I'm saying. If the Santa was real, then the world economy would have to well, you know, develop in another do way. Do you know what would also have been useful if Santa was real? An actual gauge of kids being good or bad. Yeah. Imagine if that was a real thing. It would incentivize good behavior. Like if a kid actually had to have a conversation, like he came downstairs and he had jack shit and the <laughs> parents were looking at him like, I guess you were a fuckhead well, You were being year. an asshole. Right. What do you, what do you think I just made that you made this up? Like you weren't doing this. <laughs> right. You didn't do your schoolwork. You didn't get good grades. Right. You didn't listen to me. You, you were stealing your grandmother's pills. Like, right. what do you want me to do? I'm not going to give you anything. Yeah. Or Santa's not going to give you anything. He already told you. Right. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows that you're awake, which, by the way, that's the scariest part of that. That's Big Brother. That is the scariest part of right. that. So it's kind of, I mean, 
we kind of already have that. Yeah, I mean, I have like ten Alexas in this house. So. All right, so I mean, it's just Santa instead of Jeff Bezos. Right, <laughs> that's all. Which one for the other? Which would you? I I think I take a, a mythical guy that lives at the top of the earth over that uh, as someone who just who's like very heavily invested in like. IT for AWS. I'm mm. going to go Jeff Bezos. Oh. In case he listens to this episode, uh, I love you, Jeff. Please give me money. Give me a job, <laughs> please. But that's it. Well, you know, what was, oh God, there was another good point of Santa. Oh yeah. I was thinking about the fact that, so Santa Claus comes to your house and leaves you all these toys. Mm-hmm. But what the, you know what really puts into perspective what kind of assholes your parents would be? <laughs> if Santa really existed and there was a guy that came to your house and left hundreds of dollars of shit for your children, <laughs> and your response was, here's some chips ahoys <laughs> and some fucking milk. Right. By the way, you've had this now millions of times. <laughs> right. In the same day. You can't leave him something better than that. Oh, it's his favorite thing. I got a lot of things that are my favorite things. I don't want a million food. of them. I don't want a million of them. No. And at the same time, no. I ate a whole Santarpio's pizza last night. Yeah, you told me. I was just slobbing it out, dude. Do I, would I want that every night, though? So, no, I don't know. I don't know. I think by the third night, I might be a little sick of it. Eh, maybe. I hope so. That would be, because then I would literally just die. But no, like you said, so that's another shitty element of it. The Easter Bunny, though, the Easter Bunny, even though, I mean, that's when it gets a little dark, though. <laughs> okay. Easter Bunny is when it gets a little dark. So imagine there's all these animals that all your, your children's around all these animals, the cats, the dogs, you know, that they live in a farm, you got chickens and pigs and all this. They see the squirrels outside and they're just kind of, they're animaling it up. Right. Yeah. You know they're I mean? living their best animal lives. They're just being animals. But there's one that's smart as fuck <laughs> yeah. going into your house and putting goods in there for your children and hiding things in your home strategically. It's kind of cool, but it's also very, very kind of scary. So I guess the Easter Bunny and Santa both have to travel the same way. That's true. Yeah, somehow. Well, I never think of the Easter Bunny having to visit everybody's house. I think that. Well, the other thing too is, isn't the Easter Bunny like religious? Right? Isn't that like a religious thing? Yeah, the Easter Bunny probably. I guess um, Santa is too, but yeah, well, is Santa religious? He's kind of. Well, I mean, Jewish people don't celebrate christmas well that's you know that's another issue that we didn't think about oh that's true if he was real i guess that really kind of puts uh i guess it really kind of decides decides which religion is the true one Uh, (laughs) sorry everyone else sorry to the jews sorry jews (laughs) sorry muslims you guys get nothing ho 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 should have believed in me (laughs) if well if only you believed in the one true god right a la clause i don't know maybe uh maybe a ps4 will fall out of that candelabra (laughs) there must have been some magic (laughs) in that old silk hat he found man poor santa i wish he was real now i'm upset i know santa but much much less horrifying than the easter bunny yeah i I don't the idea of having a like a A an animal commit b and e in my house is fucked up (laughs) like if you were just you were coming out of the bathroom and your daughter's like three, right? And she's sleeping in the room that we're in right now. Uh-huh. And you're going to take a piss. And then you look at the bottom of the stairs and there's just it's a six glowing foot tall. Eye. Oh my God, it's fucking terrifying. Standing there with the ears. Fuck that. And it just looks up at you and just gives you like the <laughs> My blood would go cold. <laughs> oh, I'd be terrified. Even if I knew he was coming. Right. I still don't want Even that. Even if you sent me a time, he would be there. <laughs> and I'd still be terrified. Yeah, that's fucking, that is scary. That's much scarier. Whew. 
Santa's at least a person. Right. I can fight Santa. <laughs> uh, all right. My number four. My number four uh, lie that we're told as a child that I wish was true. Um, I don't know if I wish this was true. This is something that I noticed. Um, were you ever told to uh, eat your veggies t- so you can grow big and strong? Oh, yes. Yes. I have how one many, similar to this. How many vegans do you know that are big and strong? No, not many. Not the, not, have you seen that uh, on Instagram where they're like, oh, vegan lifter? Uh, sure, I guess. Oh, but even it's they, on there. But, but they're like... They're smaller. They're still going to be smaller. They're smaller than other lifters. <laughs> All right. There's no way around that. I mean, better better Matt, uh, this, this guy who's on uh, top five shows, he's a vegan, and he's like a dainty woman. Well, there's no... Well, dude, I mean, think of the amount... Think of the caloric intake. <laughs> that you Like, the, the effort right. you would have to put in for that intake. By the way, that's also a reason why sometimes you run into vegans that are fat shits, because all they're eating is like French fries... Right, because they're just being because they're just getting what they can get. Right, in the secular world, walking around, so it's just like, what are they doing? They're going to Wendy's and getting a big potato with nothing on it. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're eating, like I said, they're eating fucking French fries. Just all carbs. The McDonald's salad, if they're lucky, like yeah, they're just eating carbohydrates, right? And sugar, carbohydrates and sugar. Yeah, Oreos, which, which are the two things that are just literally dog shit for you. Yeah. Potentially the worst. That, that's those are the, like, when people argue all the different dietary things, that's it. Yeah. The healthiest I've ever been in my life was when I was eating like cheese or bread, like on Saturday. Like <laughs> like this is my cheat day, and right? I, yeah. And I stuck to it for years, and that was the healthiest I'd ever been. Yeah. I got to get back on keto because um, keto keto I have not approached yet. I have not approached keto. That's how Fro lost all his weight. I know. I lost it was very um, effective for him. It um. I lost weight before through mm. like more traditional means, but when I was getting a little heavier about two years ago, um, I I did keto as well, and it's it it works. It works. The science yeah. works, and it's also it was the only diet I've ever done where I wasn't starving all the time because I could still right. eat whatever like whenever I wanted. It just mattered what I ate. But I was like, yeah, I'll have this fucking side well, of I bacon the, at ten a at like eleven at night. It's funny to me too, where they'll have a thing where they, you know they talk about it, and you're like, well, that's not very good for you either. Everyone says, and that. I'm like, you know what, dude, something is going to kill you. Can right? You please stop. Right. Something's gonna kill you. Yeah. Being three hundred something pounds is also going to kill you. Right. Or well, if you have heart problems or something, I'm gonna have heart problems if I'm three hundred pounds. Yeah. So I'm going to either have a heart problem, this is 300 pounds, 150 pounds. <laughs> right. At least or, at 150 pounds, the fucking paramedics won't struggle to take me out of my house. At least at 150 pounds, you move around, have a quality of life. Yeah. You feel you know? better. You look better. Yeah, right. More confidence. You have a quality of life. You can move around. If you have, you know, if you have kids, you will actually be able to go do something with them. Right. Other than them just stare at you, be like, dad, why did you prefer chicken fingers over me? <laughs> yeah, no To shit. which, by the way, they have a good case. Right. Chicken fingers. Uh, I know you don't, um, you probably don't go to Disney too often. I, dude, I went, I lived in Florida as a kid. You so have, I had my Disney fill. Uh, there's no fill. Oh, I'll, see, uh, I, I'll take so. you there. Um, but, uh, there's a place in Disney Springs now, mm-hmm. uh, called Chicken Guy. And, oh. um, it's is very it, good. Is it nuggets? Is it, uh, it's, it's tenders? chicken tenders or wings, but oh. it's chicken tenders, but they have like 60 sauces. Oh, Jesus. And they're Christ. all great. And, uh, Guy Fieri, um, is like, one love, half of it. Love him. Um, I love him. But you, it's like so reasonably priced. And the chicken fingers are incredible. Just on their mm-hmm. own, you get a ton of sauces. 
So if you like chicken fingers and you're ever at WrestleMania weekend, if you're uh, if you make a little popover to to visit the area, chicken guy. I will say of all the people that have just done dumb shit on reality television, Guy Fieri is the one I respect the most out of all of them. Oh yeah. Because out of all these people, no one was rooting for him. <laughs> I know. He's like a short, chubby guy with dumb hair and shitty facial hair. Wears his bo- glasses on backwards. I had a bowling shirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no one's rooting for that guy to be a success, but he's a good person. He cares about people. He does tons of charity work. Yeah. He, he raises his kid, and you never hear boo about his kids getting in trouble right. or being pieces of shit. Like, he's an actual good person, but you look at him and go, this guy's a goddamn clown shoe. Yeah. But good guy. Yeah. Makes good food. Yeah, he does. Knows a lot about stuff. I like Guy Fieri. I have no. never had a problem with him. A lot of people shit on him, though. And yeah. that's But that's, you know, that's part of it. Probably uh, jealousy. Oh, absolutely. A lot of jealousy. Always jealousy. All right, so my number four is actually kind of close to your vegetable one. Okay. All right, it's milk will make you big and strong. Okay, yeah, this one's a little, I mean, similar, different thing. Milk is not good for you. It's uh, when you're a baby. Yeah, well, when you, you're little, like real, like, like legit little, it's good for you. I I had milk today. I don't often, but I had cereal. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I think dairy in general can be pretty. It's pretty bad. Pretty hard for it's a lot not. of people. I mean, I like I said, I ate a whole fucking pizza yesterday, but it's not cheese and ice cream, like all that shit. That it's good shit. Yeah, but it is not good for you. You are not supposed to be no, but dude. No one is supposed to be eating ice cream. No one. <laughs> Find uh, me a doctor that's going to be like, well, you know. Uh, the doctor who just removed your tonsils. Right, that's about it. That's about it. And Listen, even you do- asked a question, Joe, and I got, gave you a goddamn and you know answer. What? And you know what that doctor would say immediately after that? St- discontinue use. <laughs> use it for your tonsils, and then for the love of Christ, don't eat it again. I was prescribed this ice cream. <laughs> throw they you know what the doctor would say throw it in the garbage disposal immediately after yeah they they tell people nothing but sugar and cream they tell you to take ice cream like like if you're you have a kid that's severely underweight they're like feed that kid ice cream you're not supposed to eat it as a normal fucking human being that's just you know like hand to mouth like living your day like you're not supposed to eat Mint yeah. chocolate chip ice cream, oh, and then put a, shit on it. That's exactly what I have downstairs. I love mint chocolate chip ice cream, and I'm fucking fiending for uh, it now. You good. keep talking how bad it is. I'm like, oh yeah. Oh, and that's it. Well, that's a, that's one of those naughty things. Like it just. Oh, give me the ice cream. Oh, naughty. Dude, you ever sit? Dude, there's no. There's not many instances in my life where I'm not sitting there and I'm like, I, I would eat ice cream right now. Yeah. I would eat ice cream. I right now. in like the past like seven years, I mm. probably have not felt good after eating ice cream once but it's never stopped me no there's there's been more instances in my like like, let me put this way if i was somewhere as a young single lad and i was a tired man and i had a long day and someone was like hey would you want to eat this attractive girl's pussy (laughs) i'd be like well is anything else going to occur no (laughs) i'd be like i may need to pass but if they're like hey would you like to eat this cookie witch ice cream sandwich (laughs) I would say yes. Yeah, in a heartbeat. Absolutely. I'd say absolutely. Show me the woman. And if I see her and I go, that's, that's, that's a beautiful girl, I might need to make an exception. But there's a good chance I might turn down eating pussy. <laughs> for an ice cream. But I turn down eating ice cream? Absolutely not. Yeah. What would you do for a Klondike bar? More like, what wouldn't I do? The answer is bar. most things. Yeah, yeah. Most things. Yeah. Ice cream's fucking great. 
But milk is not milk is not good for you. Do you like cereal? I do like. Or are you a communist? I like cereal. Those are your two options. I like cereal, but I also recognize the the uh, the act that is cereal. To where they say to you, like once again, another thing. Oh yeah, you have the cereal in the morning, and it's good for you. This isn't good for me either. No, I love cinnamon cereal. toast crunch. I will eat every piece of cinnamon yeah, toast crunch on earth. It's a donut. It's a. It's no. There's very little difference oh, between no. that and a donut. No, it's a donut. especially the amounts I have too. I have like four <laughs> bowls easily. I could have one donut and feel like shit and be <laughs> be like. 900 calories less on the one donut. Oh, yeah. The idea of somebody saying to you, like, I'm eating a big breakfast. What are you having? Oh, I'm having uh, I'm having some pancakes and some a- or some you know bacon and some eggs. And they're like, that's bad for you. What are you having over there? Oh, I'm having some uh, Cocoa Krispies. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what's difference. bad. All right. So that's your number four. I'm going to go with my number three. All right. So my number three. Now we're getting into the weeds a bit, right? Because we already went down mm. my number one. But now my number three is... Um, you can be anything. Ooh, yes, what a crock of shit! No, that's no, that's yeah, that's a big lie. You can't be anything. You can't be anything. You're. It, I mean, there's so many factors, and like people, I think it's such a disservice to kids at at a certain age to like if they take that to heart, and it's like that's good. Like reach for the stars, but. They could be set up for a real disappointment when they're like, oh, I'll never get in the NBA. How about instead of telling kids that they can be anything, be like, you can enjoy anything once you figure out something else that's practical. <laughs> yeah. That to me is like. What an unsexy phrase. Right. Let's, you know, you're not <laughs> going to sound good. They're not going to hang that on the wall above the Martin no. Luther King picture, but that's okay. Uh, no, like that's at some point you just want to be like, hey, listen, listen, kiddo. You got an uncle. He's a he's he's a mechanic or a welder or a plumber. Right. Let's you spend some summers with Uncle Mike. Learn how to be a fucking plumber, and then when you're done with that, you got that skill. And then you know what? If if on the side you want to be a fill in the blank, I want to be a fucking comedian or an actress or a right. singer or whatever. You figure that shit out, and during the day you fix some toilets. And right. there's no fucking shame to that. No. Because we're directly from the last generation where it was like. If you don't send your kid to college, you're dooming them to destitute poverty. Oh, yeah. Whereas opposed to you just wish somebody had just looked at all of us and just been like, hey, let me tell you something. You can go to college, but you can also learn how to do HVAC. (laughs) Right. And the HVAC's going to make you 70 grand a year. Yeah. So how about you learn the fucking HVAC? Just in case. And then if you want to play in the dopey hardcore band on Saturday and Friday nights, do that. Quick question, Joe. Yeah, yeah. People that do you still know people that play in hardcore bands now? Some, what very you, very few. Not odd. I you know what I I I wish I could muster. I wish I could muster up that. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? That like like baseline uh, anger. I wish I had that baseline <laughs> anger. Like where it's just like just like fuck the world. <laughs> yeah, the world sucks. So like. You know, that fucking, this, this, that chick was fucking cheated on me. Like, I wish I had that baseline anger where instead of it was just like, hey, guess what? You know, 
we're wrapped up in a system here where you have to work jobs where you might not <laughs> want to because you need to have health insurance because God forbid something happened to you. Right, you ate now too much ice cream. Now you've entered into more entered into a mortgage which will more than likely lock you in for d- decades of your life, and then it's eventually something will happen to you, and then you'll have to refinance. So you say, "Hey, I put eight years into the mortgage. Go fuck yourself. Start from scratch. Those eight <laughs> years are gone." And but but thank God I get eight thousand dollars for my kids to get braces and to put some fucking steps in the house so I don't <laughs> fall down every time they go up there and you know so that to me is where my anger is yeah my anger is no more in like the like let's fuck this place up it's like <laughs> right. the place is fucked up right the place the, is fucked up that's the, the problem right that's why i'm angry. yeah i'm not, i'm angry because the place is fucked up right. not because let's fuck this place up right so i don't get i don't get that I don't need to me like it's just like fucking she broke my heart. I'm like, well, what are you doing with your life? Right. Why is she gonna hang around? That's 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 the thing. It's like if you're, I don't know. In my opinion, if you're relating to that scene still, you fucked up somewhere, dude. What happened? You fucked up somewhere, dude. What happened? You should be far beyond that. And also, you can listen to music and enjoy it, but any any man that has like like the woman that's around that guy, like. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. It's like it's like when I meet, you know, there's like dudes that come into the fucking bar and uh I'll see them and they're like they're with they they have like wives and girlfriends and like younger some of them are younger dudes who are like late twenties, early thirties, and they're just straight up drunks and alcoholics. And the girls are like attractive and have jobs and have their shit together, and you just want to be like, I don't wanna I don't wanna look at you, I don't wanna talk to you. Bring your dad. <laughs> I need to talk to this dad. Like, that's my Karen. I want to see the manager. I want to see your dad. How the fuck did you look like this? Have all this going for you? And this is what you're doing? Right. This was the choice? Because <laughs> this is a choice for you. Right. A lot of a lot of just homely, frumpy, mediocre men. There is no choice. Mm-hmm. It's what's it? It's like going shopping at like an Aldi or a Dollar Tree. Like it's like, what do they got? <laughs> what can I get? Right. You pull out the coins. Like remember when you were a kid and you'd go to the fucking Seven Eleven? Mm-hmm. You're like a dollar twenty five. Like you're like, what can I get? Dude, back in my day, dollar twenty five, I could get five little Debbie Hostess cakes. Right. Because they were a quarter. And you'd get those five little Debbie's Hostess cakes. And right? that'd be like. 3200 calories <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's but that's that was your choice you had that dollar, yeah. not your choice but that's all that, that was you, what you were limited to yep you had that dollar 25 if you're a young attractive woman who's educated and has your shit together you're walking into that 7-eleven and you've got thousand dollars thousand dollars at 7-eleven and if you're walking into a 7-eleven with a thousand dollars and you're picking those same five fucking hostess cakes as me What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm not blaming anybody but you. Yeah. You did something or someone did something to you to where you think that you're worth those five hostess cakes. <laughs> you're not. That should be the scale is how many hostess cakes are you worth? <laughs> how many hostess cakes are you and your relationship worth? Um, but just real quick, going back to the um, the thing about you can be anything. Right, right. Because um, I, 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 it might sound harsh of like me kind of like ragging on that, but- just the other day, I mean, you you work in education, but just the other day, somebody on my social media who's a teacher mm. um, was like, "I'm like I'm having trouble getting through to this kid because he's he 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 is of the opinion that he doesn't need school because he's going to play professional basketball." 
Oh. You know what I mean? Like, right, that's right, where right. that mentality is dangerous. Well, there's a lot of that in every field. Or not, not every field, but, but like do you on think he would level, think that way know? if, if, if someone at some point didn't say, you can be anything that you want if you just put your mind to it. Well, it's also, it's a it's a golden goose too. Like it's just, anytime you give people the out where they're going to look at something, and whether you're a kid or an adult, or it's just like, you know, you can just do this and this will happen. Like you, if you have this level of success at this, everything's all set for you forever. That sounds great when you're 30. <laughs> right. So imagine how that sounds when you're 11. Yeah. And when you're, a, you know, you're a kid and we, we tend to forget this because, you know, you become an adult and even though your choices are limited, they're still limitless mm-hmm. in the sense of where, you know, you could, if you wanted to say, fuck this, you could walk out the door, get in your car, drive to California change your name to Raul, work at a fucking, you know, a, a chicken a chicken stand, whatever you want to do. Work for chicken guy. Work for chicken guy. Yeah. You could just do that. You have these limited, and it's like, well, no, well, no, you have you have a wife and a home and you have a, a child in a way. There's still that, you could just fuck this. Yeah. And you could figure it out and you could make it work. Now you're a rotten piece of shit. Oh yeah. But you could make it work. Yeah. As a child, nothing belongs to you. Yep. Do you have nothing? You have no frame of reference. Yeah. You got nothing. So when somebody tells you something, you have to do something and then you can get into the mindset of, but I don't because I, cause I, I just don't. Right. Why do you know that? Because I just I just know I don't mm-hmm. because this option's over here. And sure that happens for like fucking 50 people out of millions, but it's there. Yeah. And it's as it's, it's so they can exert any sort of little bit of power that they can. Mm. Because kids don't have power. No. That's why they That's do certain true. shit. That's why little kids sometimes and I hope you don't experience this. That's why little kids sometimes won't shit. <laughs> to hold their shit up this is not hand to how old are we talking little kid toddlers toddlers will hold oh, they they'll, will def- they'll, she'll shit they'll you'll, you'll make you shit yeah no they'll defiantly withhold shitting from a parent to just exert some power over them to where the parent gives them attention and is like you know you need to go to the bathroom. Right. You need to go. And they're like, mm, well, I'm just not going to. No, I'm going to hold my poop nope, in. I'm just going to hold my poop. And, they, you know, <laughs> the same way kids do kids. I might do that. I was like, next time I'm negotiating a job. Be like, I'm, like, I'm not going to shit if you don't give me this job. Listen, you don't get this job, I'm never shitting. Right. <laughs> where's, the, like, where's the shit strike? Well, it's also, but it's also kids do that with food too. No, they won't eat. I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to eat. I don't want to eat. And if, if you could put the most desirable shit in front of them, nope. Because they're just trying to exert any sort right. of little power they have. That makes sense. I, well, I said, if you have no fucking leeway, it's the same way like the dudes that are in the old, you know, the relationships with their wives for 20 years or whatever. And they're just, you know, I got to the restaurant early. I'm going to sneak in a Coors Light before <laughs> Barbara gets here. Like they just trying to get any sort of power back yeah. that they can, even in the dumbest, you know, like most like benign ways. Yep. They're going to try to do that. I hear you. Uh, so d- three is yeah. Actually, what's, what's your number three? My three actually kind of it's slightly echoes yours as well. Uh, and we were talking about it a little bit earlier. Uh, looks aren't important. It's inside that counts. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for like a friend, 
<laughs> right, right, right. That's well, you know what? That to me is why that's one of those great, and especially when you're young too. Yeah, like there's no like, dude. The older you get now, you went you went to college, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, so you have you went. To well, college. I, I didn't go to like I went to like a community college. I didn't like live on campus or anything. Right, right. But still, like, so you know, plenty of people from you know. Now you're getting to the point where you're going on social media and you're seeing the people that are getting married. Yeah, and you're seeing them the ones that are having the kids. Right. How many times? Do you see the girls that 10 years ago were with the fucking guys in the Ed Hardy shirts oh, yeah. and the meat heads and the tan guys and the good looking guys. And now you see them and the guys that they're with now and they're married to, it's like yabba dabba do <laughs> Fred fucking Flintstone because Fred Flintstone's got the fucking pension and Fred Flintstone right. has the job and Fred Flintstone has the security and the looks stop mattering when the real shit starts coming in. Yeah. But when your life is, forming when it's becoming something initially that shit is very important yeah absolutely let me ask you a question do you mm. think uh do you think being shallow is real absolutely well, well it might be an overcompensation like some people will will use it as i a, mean just 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 for to like hide visual. you know well i don't know because i i think that i think the idea of like uh somebody being shallow i think is a little bit of bullshit because to me i've to me it's like you like what you like and you're attracted to what you're attracted to right you know what i mean so right, to, right. to like try to call somebody like you're you're just so shallow look at you know look at all the things that here's why you should like this person no one has to like anybody for no any no you don't have to like, anybody like oh, you wanna, yeah. this is my beautiful wife uh she's a absolute fucking knockout mm. i don't like anything that she does i don't like any of her hobbies or whatever blah blah blah, blah. but for me but, but for me all i care about is how yeah. she looks and it's like, oh, is that shallow? I was like, no, because I don't care about anything else. You know, it's right. like I like what I like. And you know what? This, I, this idea that you, that people are owed something or owed attention from somebody else because they're like their well intended. Yeah, you know what I mean? Is like, <laughs> or like they're smart, or they have a good job, or they're like good, like whatever. It's just like, I mean, it's part of an equation of mm. like on a like Venn diagram of what makes a good person in a general consensus. But it's like. Yeah, but but Susan doesn't care about that. No, <laughs> you know? no, right. So and that was and that was um you know I've had I, that this is like a joke I had on uh, the soup before in the past and I've said it a bunch of times it was uh, I spent a good duration of my twenties being the guy that uh, girls would cheat on their boyfriends with <laughs> because their boyfriends were the good looking guys that they could put on Instagram mm -hmm. and be the cool guy or they could publicly you know post the pictures of them at their sister's wedding. And I'm just a normal frump guy, but I'm a, I was a fun person for them to be around. Right. And they'd have a good time being around me and they'd like talking to me. Or I'd be a guy they go and have a couple of drinks with or go to eat with. And very much so in a way, it was very, I mean, for me now, I look back on it in hindsight. I'm like, that was, that was probably abusive. And if I had been, <laughs> and it, it, like that, but that's the funny thing is, it's like when you're a man, you're like, you're like. I was probably being abused and everyone's just like, waga, waga. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, oh, you know, that was kind of wiring me to, to, to emotionally and uh, to shut down yeah. and to not be able to, to handle my feelings. It's like, yo, did you get pussy, dude? Don't you get pussy? You got that? fucking laid, though, right? Who cares if your needs are met socially or emotionally? Or did, did you think that you make the jizz? <laughs> <laughs> the way to go, but like that's that's and 
now you look at it and you go, okay, that's what was going on when you're younger. But now, like I said, you do get older and it's like fucking yabba dabba do. Like right. the guy's got a, you know, he's got a good job, nice person, you know, actually fucking calls them back, treats them respectfully. Right. And they're like, oh, you know what? This is better than eating shit sandwiches my whole life from right. the guy with the nice jaw. Yep. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting to me because, uh, I was never, I was never the good looking guy. Not, not even now, but like even way worse, younger growing up. Um, and I didn't do well with like women at all or, or girls in high school or, or at all. The only time I started to do well was in my mid twenties yeah. when thing, when that shift started to happen, when, right. when, when women were more like you said, because I'll fucking I'll be listen, I have no shame in this at all. Uh but I think I think I am fun. I think I am charming and I think I I I have fun and mm. I can do that. But early on people don't give a shit about that. No. It's all no. aesthetics for the longest time. But then after the bar scene, pretty much that's what happens. Once oh, the bar yeah. scene dies for people, that's when maturity starts to set in mm. and people are like, yeah, you know, Billy's really hot, but man, he's a fucking bore. I can't stand being around him unless I'm fucking him. Right. You know? Whereas it's like, oh, here's Matt. And he's always well, fun. Well, do you know what? Maybe the- fucking him isn't the best, but <laughs> 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 but it's only a couple minutes every other week. Right. You're like, aesthetically, it's not doing much for me. Right. Well, no, you know what's funny about it? And it's the, the way that you just, uh, it's th- that you described it and then it kind of came out of my head. It made me think about. Like, uh, I was watching the uh, first part of the Aaron Hernandez documentary. I haven't watched that yet. Oh, it's, I, it's it's pretty great so far. I heard so. it was good. I had no, in, pretty much this is what happened. My, my wife the other day was like, you want to watch it? I was like, I don't give a fuck about it. But then everyone was like, it's really good. I was like, I don't know, maybe I should watch it. All right. But like, there's, there's a big, there's like a lengthy discussion in it about him where he was uh, deeply closeted. Yeah. He was deeply, deeply closeted. And him and the quarterback of his football team at the time, who's now you know, the guy is alive and well, yeah. and he was, uh, now he's openly gay and huh. him and Aaron, uh, Hernandez had like a relationship, mm. but they couldn't say it. They couldn't talk about it. And it's now funny to think about that and put that into equation where you go, Oh, a guy with a good personality was the gay relationship <laughs> that they had to hide. Like they were closetedly attracted to guys who were right people that were nice and right. cool and fun to be around like they had to be in the closet about good people <laughs> like, <Yep. it's> like <laughs> you see i like these people just because they're good looking and it's like on the sly they're just fucking people with good personalities right. but at the same time like i'm making that like thing it was like oh like girls like blah 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 like i was just as bad of course I oh yeah i could have been in a, i could have been in a relationship with girls that were like fun and nice but i didn't find them physically attractive and i was like i'm right. not interested in them that way Right. So, but everyone does it. Oh yeah, yeah. We it's all a, do it. It's an across the board thing. But the but the funny thing is, is that for some reason it's you know the hammer comes down on it when it's a guy saying it. When it's a guy saying like, listen, I'm just not attracted to this type of girl. Like, what? How <laughs> dare you? And it's like, well, I'm allowed to like what right. I like. Now, now conversely, like, how many times have you met somebody? Who's not your, uh, and I hate the word type, because to me, when someone says somebody's their type, it's sort of like, okay, so you've done this many times and it's failed. 
<laughs> right. So you keep doing this thing that failed. Like uh-huh. we were talking about ice cream. And it's like, if every time you ate ice cream, you got explosive diarrhea, what would we call you the sixth time that you kept eating fucking ice cream? Matt Pistony. You'd go. <laughs> <laughs> You're real Matt Pistony. You keep shitting after eating. Stop it. Stop it, Matt. <laughs> but it's all good. But that's, but you'd say this. You're a, you're a fucking idiot. You're right. allergic to this mm-hmm. and you just keep eating it. It's literally the definition of insanity. Right. Oh, that's my type. Your type is diarrhea. Right. Your type is making yourself have diarrhea. So as much as that's like, how many times have you met someone though? And you're like, this is not my type finger fucking quote. Right. But this is a person like I get along with them. They're really nice. I really like, I have some, and they, or they become attractive because of that. And that's a a thing of maturity, obviously. For sure. To where you get to that. (laughs) But this idea of telling people like, it's just like, it doesn't matter. Just really doesn't matter. You're like, that's just, that's a huge sack of shit. Right. That's a big sack of wet shit. So, I mean, it's partly true. It, it, it doesn't matter what they look like on the outside. It matters what's on the inside. Like that is, I'd say that is a hundred percent correct when it comes to, like I said, uh, friendship, oh, uh, yes. probably yeah, yeah. politicians, mm. um, <laughs> wow. things like that. Well. When it comes to someone that like you want to like either stick something in or be stuck in by, um, that's not true. There's got to be something there. That's not. There's tr- got to yeah. be something there. There has to be some base attraction. Like yeah. you're just you're not going to convince people that, and you're not. And by the way, even on the level of like a job, yeah, it's like dude. Attractive people get jobs that are easy and they get paid well. That's just a fucking fact. Yeah. It exists. Yeah. It's, it's, there's, a, there's a beauty privilege. That's the other thing, right? too, is like the whole thing about like what's going on like lately of a, like uh, body positivity. Right. You know what? Even like the bigger people, they're still fucking attractive. Right. Where's the fucking <laughs> ugly people selling jeans? Right, right, right. Where's the fucking people with a tooth sticking out they're of their still, cheek? They're still, well, that's to me the funniest thing is when they find. The most attractive, overweight people. Yeah. And they're like, look, this person's overweight. And you're like, if they went to the gym. And by the way, they're never really, really overweight. Yeah. They was just kind of overweight. Like, they don't need like, a forklift to get out of their house. Right? Like, like if this person, if this person paid attention to what they ate and worked out for six months, they'd be really in right. great shape and be mm-hmm. like a, a model model. Right. But it's never that. Like it's just like, look at this woman who's slightly heavier. I just think that's so fucking funny. Just so like, oh wow, oh they put so and so on the cover of whatever. It's like, yeah, she's still gorgeous. Where's right, the fucking? Right. Where's the trailer whore? Yeah, like, that right, right. Well, what was it? Well, you know what? It's also become psychotic when it was the. It was I can't remember the girl's name, the woman's name, whatever. Where they put her on the cover of Cosmo. Do you remember that? Are you she talking like, about? You're not talking about the um, Jenner, right? You're not talking about that one. No, 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 not Caitlyn Jenner. I was some some woman who was like a makeup girl. She was like literally, legitimately like 300-something pounds. Okay. And they had her in like a bikini, and they were like, the new face of them. Like, that person is dying. I know. That's not healthy. That's a dying person. And it's like, it's all cute and all is well and all is good when you're 22 years old and like your back, back doesn't hurt and your knees don't hurt and your joints don't feel like shit. And it's like- I'm in my mid thirties now and I've been up and down, overweight, in shape, overweight, in shape my entire adult life. And I can tell you there is horrible residual effects from being heavier and shit fucks you up. Yeah. So stop telling 22 year old, well, my body feels great right now. Well, you know, this ages. Right. Yeah. No kidding. This ages. This like, isn't, this isn't a long-term investment. This is not, this is not where it stays. It's like buying a fucking, uh, like buying an expedition. Like one of those big fucking trucks. It's like, 
it's, it's nice now. You know what it is? Wait 10 years. It's that whole, like the body positivity movement is like, listen, I get it. It's about making people who are bigger feel better about themselves. And that's great. Um, but it's, it's also like, there's like, there's, there's other ways to do that. You can tell them to, you know, you can have them be happy with themselves, um, with other factors. And then you can also like deter people from just being assholes about other people's looks. Like that's also a big part of it is like you, the body positivity movement is like is to celebrate people who otherwise would be ridiculed. It's right. like, why don't you just fucking take the people who are ridiculing them and be like, Hey, why don't you just stop being fuckheads? You know, <laughs> right. it's like, leave those people alone entirely because it's, it's, it's a, it's not teaching them anything. You know it's not I mean? helping anybody. It's not helping. It's, not it's, helping it's really anybody. kind of not helping anybody. Right. It's just making a, it's, it's just in a lot of ways, it's like a projection thing. It's, it's mostly what it is. Yeah. It's just projecting. But like the idea of also, also this drives me fucking crazy too. The idea of where if someone is in good shape or they take care of themselves, the belief that it's just like somehow they're cheating. <laughs> like it's like, Oh, fuck them. It's like, you know, the reason why people, you know, have fitness magazines and look at people who are physically fit and they give them some like degree of reverence is because it's hard. Right. Yeah. There's work put into it's that. It's hard. No one's, no one looks that way without work. Yeah. 10 minutes ago, I was just saying to you guys, I want to eat ice cream every day. Listen, I look this way. I don't do anything. And right. no one would be like, he looks good. Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> I just, weird. I just look this way because I don't do anything. Right. I could look better, but it would take work. Right. And, and, and it's considered some sort of a, it's not a slight on you because someone tried. Right. No kidding. It's not a judgment. Be- but like you said, like it's a projection thing. Right. Thing. Someone, someone tried. Fuck them. What? Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, we're going to, going to go so far off on a tangent, but it's like that, in my opinion, like that is the whole attack on the wealthy. Or it's oh, it's like, a big part of it. Yeah, it's like it's listen, I get it. it. You don't have anything, and you hate them because they do. But like most of the time, like they have like no fucking direct effect on your life at all. No, but no, no. I don't know. It's just it's we live in a weird time where everyone uh, everyone's more concerned with everyone else. Right. You know, poor poor people can figure out vegetables and exercise. <laughs> like oh, they, yeah. they can do that. Right. Like the idea of it being like it's only rich people that can possibly figure this out. I'm like, do you, like well, the, the healthy food. It's like you know a piece of a, a chicken breast is not $45. No. Broccoli is not 700 bucks. Right. But it's not cooked for you in $1. That's a good point. From, you know, because man, double cheeseburger from McDonald's. Get a, get a George Foreman grill. That's all I'm saying. Nah, I don't know, man. I can get, I can get 40 fucking double cheeseburgers right, for a George Foreman grill. but it knocks out the grill. fat. It knocks it out. <laughs> I wish we could see the arm movement that- It uh, knocks out the fat. <laughs> is that what it. he does? George Foreman? Yeah. Yeah, well, I think he does like a th- upward fist, like a fucking Popeye heave-ho. Remember when he won the title with that random knockout? Uh, dude, I love George. I think George George Foreman's another one of those guys where you just see him, and he just makes me smile when I see him. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's just You just look at him, and he's just like, I'll just be, be, beat the shit out of people my whole life. Now I'm selling you a grill. And I'm like, that's great. I'm yeah. ha- I'm happy you're happy. Just take everyone's money, dude. You seem great. All right, I'll do my number two. This one's a little bit obtuse, but my number two is the phrase that you get told this, and I guess you could technically be told this whenever, but um, you'll understand when you're older. Oh, why? Why does being why why? I I wish it was true. I wish that right, like right. every year I just learned, I just understood more. I things. wish more. Honestly, 
the idea of saying to somebody you'll understand when you're older is giving them a lot of credit. Yeah. That's giving them a little, at some point you like to or, so much credit. Or depending on what the context of that phrase is coming from, like, could be like, oh, listen, you'll also have a real shit time someday too. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> It's like, I don't want to understand this at all. This person's missing a hand. Like, yeah. I don't want to understand don't why. Don't worry, you'll understand someday. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> I hope I always have my hands. Miller lights and fireworks. You'll get there, <laughs> dude. You know? But it's like, to me, like, I wish it was true. Like I said, because that's the topic that we're doing is I right. wish it was true. I wish you just had this, like, as time went on. There was like a, ch- a chamber of secrets yes. for adult truths. Yeah. It's like R-rated like, oh, this movies. is where we hide all the adult truths. Yeah, you're right old here. enough to get into this room now. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. Oh, that's who shot JFK. Right. This is what it is. Right. These are, these are, oh, these are the truths. Did you open up the 30? Did you go to get your 30 <laughs> truths yet? No, I wish. But to me, that's also like, I don't know. It's it's just a way of people being like, I don't want to explain this to you. Or I'm, I'm uncomfortable explaining this to you. Well, do you know what you. it is, too? Sometimes... You can explain something to people in a hundred fucking ways, and it just is not going to work. <laughs> they don't. Just, they're not at get that it. point. Yeah, they're just not at that. Sometimes, and it's like it's it's condescending to say to children. Sometimes it's understandable, and at least with children, you give them the benefit of doubt of being like, "Listen, you were born in two thousand eight. What the fuck can I expect out of you?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's that part of you where it's like that, but sometimes with adults, you have that conversation with adults where you're like. Oh my God, this person really is not going to get this. Oh yeah. I know. I know some people like that. It's not going to click. It's the same way. Like, like I, I'll have conversations with people where they talk about like, uh, like the, op- uh, the opioid epidemic, right? Yeah. Like, well, they just not do drugs. I'm like, I know. What? do you know there's a lot more to this than just, they're not like, not like just like, oh man, everything's doing great. You know, you know what this day is missing? It's like, oh, you just solved the opioid. Like they think they solved it. Right. Just don't do it. Done. Right, like they want, like they want the fucking side profile picture where they're just like, don't do it. Like, like oh, oh, just don't do it. Wish okay. someone told me that before there's I started. No, there's no mental illness involved or poor parenting or socioeconomic. You know, like, right. there's no circumstances to this whatsoever. Yeah, it's all just like don't, don't, just don't. Yeah, like, most people in in a good situation don't. Right, and by the way, I knew a lot of people in good situations who still did. Yeah. <laughs> who still did so yep. what do you want me to say like right. it's just it's one of those things there's not one answer to it no but you can sit there for fucking ever and have that conversation it's the same thing as like the why don't they just go get a job thing yeah you have that conversation with people which by the way i uh, i'll get typecast all the time now and just by the way this is how you know that you're doing something right on the internet is if half the people uh, call you a um, call you conservative or a trumper and the other half of the people call you a libtard that's when you know you're doing something right. I only get one. Oh, what do you get? You get you get <laughs> I, Trumper. I get conservative Trumper. Oh, you do. You get conservative Trumper. Well, yeah, I do. Well, I definitely am more of a conservative Trumper than I am a libtard for sure. Right, right. Well, uh, but, but it's just I don't know. I, I like I, you know why? Because it's like I never have to like defend the obvious goodness of being a liberal. Because everyone, right. no one, they just, it, it's, but it's presumed. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, yeah, we all agree presumed. on that. It's like, yeah, okay, why? Well, well, okay. <laughs> it's like somebody being like, "Is there going to be thanks? There's going to be pie at Thanksgiving?" Like, Ooh, it's just like fucking a, goddamn better be. It better be fucking my, pie. My, my Trump's America. There will be. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be apple pie. It's like the chicken in every pot. There's a pie at every Thanksgiving. That's what he should run on. I'll tell you what's not going to be there. Flan. <laughs> yeah. No flan. No. no. In, in less, uh, 
unless it benefits them, then there will be. Right. Well, no, that's, but yeah, that's when you know you're kind of hitting, you're hitting your bases. Yeah. When half the people call you piece of shit from their perspective on side A, and they call you a piece of shit from their perspective on side B. Yeah. That means you're actually having some thoughts. Yeah. Which is always a good thing. You're making some thoughts where you're just like, oh, well, you know what? Maybe it's, maybe there's more than just like chicken and beef. <laughs> maybe I can go out there and try something else. No. It's chicken or beef. Just chicken or beef. That's it. Those are the only two choices you get. It's the only two, two choices you need. Oh, what am I? Okay, so my number two. Yeah, I what's told, your number two? I told you, my shit starts to get dark as it, go, it goes along here. <laughs> you will right. die. And this is a little bit of what we were talking about earlier, believe it or not. Uh, your parents are smart and amazing people. <laughs> Remember when you're a kid and they're just like, oh, you, oh the, your, your father's a good person. Your mother's a nice person. And I'm trying like, to think if anyone ever told, like verbalized that to me, really? or, or I just I thought of it that you way. You just thought a lot of it is you're told that, or you're thought of it that way, where it's just like your parents are made like the heroes. I think it's more of a I was life, told you know? to respect my parents. Right, right. I think I think then I think it's insinuating because they are good and amazing, and magnificent people. You see, but you get a lot of that now. Now here's the funny thing, though. I think conversely is that. You'll find out, like your your aunts and your uncles and your your extended family. You find that out a lot sooner. Yeah, it takes you a long while, like for a lot of people too, to where they'll look later on in life and they'll just be like, "Oh, what the fuck was that?" <laughs> what? Like the you know what fuck? I mean? Like how many how many people do you know that they grew up and then just like one day they said to you they're just like, "My dad was racist." <laughs> yeah, no but you're shit. just like, "Oh shit, I was I was raised by a guy who was really racist and yeah. they had no." comprehension of it until they're 30 and are you know 20 something years old and then these like words are coming in their head they're like where did that come from it's like, oh, oh my god i remember when he said that right you're like oh jesus what he was a bad fucking he was a bad asshole in that sense sure sure there was food but you know but like past like the food it's the same way like how many dudes do you know who they're like my dad was great and it's like well, what did your dad do he's like took me that red sox game one time <laughs> great Nothing else. Did nothing else. What did you learn about your parents when you got to be of age? Oh, see, well, I was lucky. I always knew my dad was a piece of shit. <laughs> so that helped. That was like 50% off. Like it was like a 50% off piece of shit fire sale. Like I knew. <laughs> there you me, go. Like I'm like, I started right at that base. I was just like, oh, like, it was like a rotten person. Yeah. But then, like I said, like, you know, for me, it was never that my, my, my mother was like a particularly bad person, but it was just she was young and didn't have as much of a support system so any of the mistakes that she could have made i like i said i came to peace with it more as i got older where i looked at it and i was like well do you have siblings i have one sister okay i don't know i have half i have like half brothers and sisters that are from my dad who it's really kind of funny for me to imagine like they're just kind of like existing where like there's like these weird like duplicate copies of me somewhere <laughs> where like if i was like to run into them and they kind of just like half looked like me and i'm just like oh what the fuck is this? Right. You know what I mean? Some sort of like Matt Grinning uh, drawing Ugh. of me. <laughs> you know, like, but no, yeah, I got like one. I have one older sister. And, uh, you know, that's, I mean, that your siblings also play a huge fucking part. Yeah. You know? And the type of person you're going to be, that's a huge uh, conversation. I don't think a lot of people really acknowledge yeah. it's whether they have a bigger, and it's you have a bigger family, you have a smaller family, but your siblings are so so much of a part of the person that you're inevitably going to become. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, I, my, me being straight edge is very much attributed to my sisters being teenagers and like coming home drunk and this and that and getting you in trouble mess it was. Yeah. and how gross it was. And it was just like, Oh, and I was just, and it, it, it helped me continue to like, I don't want to do that. 
Right. You saw, you saw the mess that could come of it. It was very tangible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's what's. I never saw like an enticing positive of drinking. Right. right. You know what I mean? Versus well, like, they're like, oh yeah, like to them it was like social and having fun. Mm. But by the time I got to be their age when they started like drinking and stuff like that, I was like, nah. I had drugs explained to me very matter of factedly. <laughs> if ma- is matter of factedly a word? I don't know. But Who cares? Yeah, whatever. Who gives a shit? Matter of factedly, I don't yeah. give a shit. Uh, <laughs> I had explained to me very just like, this is what it is. This is what's going to happen. More than likely, like, this is going to fuck you up this way. This will go bad. Don't fuck around with this. Like, it was very, like I said, it's very concrete. I have a lot of the uh, Irish, Italian, Northeast training to me mentally to where I kind of had to, like, it's, it's it, like I said, you know, there's right, there's wrong. There's left, there's right, right. there's this, there's That's that. how I am. Yeah, and it, I, I- To a fault a lot. I got a little bit older and I decided that, like, I have to fight that. Yeah. Like, I really, like, as I got older, I'm like, there's just not, there's not a right and a wrong way to shit. There's just not, like, you have to, you have to understand there's more to it than that. But, you know, when you get by for so many years, and especially people that come from hard circumstances, like, I don't know what, like, it was for your parents growing up, but, like, if you- I don't even know. No, you, yeah, exactly. Like some people just don't like right. their parents just don't share with them what their childhood. Actually, like. it's not true. I do no. know. I learned later on. Was it positive, negative? For the my mom's part? was very negative. Very negative. Uh, my my mom's was very negative. That I learned when I learned of her childhood, mm. it put a lot of her behavior into perspective. She's right. mentally ill. She has like a lot of repressed memories from like a really, 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 really fucked up childhood. Pretty much whatever was you're she, thinking. Was she that's functioning it. well as when when you were a kid? So or when no? I, uh, I mean, kid functioning well. Uh, like she's a she was a very much a control. She has a control issue. Okay, well, that's what a lot of people who are who w- did grow up being abused. They're very, very they they become controlling people because be- because of the positive because any sort of positive feedback or good things that have happened through their life. Yeah, they typically feel like it's from the concrete stuff where it's like the i went to work i got paid i made money i bought my house da 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 yeah where it's very much so like that and that's the way it was i mean even for myself it was like that for many many years where i was like why do i do these types of things and it's like because i was raised by an irish italian catholic woman from the fucking from the south shore where it was just like you go to work you do your thing and then whatever comes of it, you come of it and you do the right, you, you know, you try to make that choice and it's very much so like rules, follow the rules yeah. and follow the guideline and it's going to work out for you. You might not be happy. <laughs> you might not have any joy. Right. It's not it's, part of it. But it's going to work out just enough. Right. To where you go, all right, that's not, it's not like your, your cup is never overflowed, but it's just like, well, that's enough. Yeah. That's enough. And people that have grown up in those abusive situations, that's what they get. Yeah. They have that mindset of, you know, this is this and this is done for a reason and this needs to be followed and da 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 da. Yeah. No, so she so like growing up it was very very she had very weird weird rules and weird behavior. Um but it was like so she was like that. And then like I realized like kind of actually somewhat quasi recently, like I think my dad like cared about his kids, but I feel like, like you just said, like mm. he's very Ita- like grew up in a very Italian, like old school home of like you do things because you do them, right? Right. So for me, like I think, I think he was like a father, and like provided out of like uh, a, an obligation he thought he had. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. Where it's like all he really wanted to do was just play music. It was an act of um, it was an act of necessity. As yeah, less less of like a, a labor of love and more of like a labor of like definitely. This, this is what is done. Right. This is what I have to and, do. And you know, he never he never left. Right. You know, my parents got it. You know, he never left. Uh, he got divorced from my mom when I was 18. He like specifically wait. So imagine it. No, this is true. Wow. He waited wow, till I was 18. That's because, borderline angelic as far as I'm concerned. Kind of. Ooh, too loud. Because um, in, to him, like once I was 18, like to my point, he didn't have that obligation anymore. Right. So that's what, so, but imagine, so imagine my household of someone who, the, it was. It's like someone who, who wanted to drop out of high school. When they turned sixteen, they did it. So, how do you think they're going to be in, at school leading up to that point, knowing that they were planning on? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so they're my, already checked out. Right. So they gave their two weeks, but it was like more like ten years. Yeah. Yeah. And that's pretty much how I my, gave my ten years. Yeah. That's how. That's that's the household. That's the household I grew up in. Right. No affection between my dad and my mom. They right. slept in separate bedrooms. Oh Jesus. Uh, my dad gave my mom a kiss on the cheek one time. I remember, and it made me very very uncomfortable oh, when I was a kid because that's how awkward and and odd it was for that to happen. Mm. And that's the household I grew up in. When in reality, which probably would have been better, is my dad just like left earlier on <laughs> you know what i mean all oh, right, right um but, well, he, people but that's don't not think how, like that no. they don't realize like and i'm and i'm betting now now like later in life you're probably actually a very affectionate person i yeah i like yeah. I, I very much go out of my way to make sure that way now that i have like a daughter on my way like i'm a, oh, i'm yeah. genuinely scared that that's gonna i'm going to turn into that somehow it's gonna reflect in your yeah it's just it's just something yeah i'm like oh i don't want to do that well, that's a reasonable thing to do yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's if if that's all you you saw and you're like, okay, if this is my programming, am I gonna do, you know do try the same exact shit with someone else? Right. But you can't you don't want you can't think of it like that. No. You just it's like especially when you take into account that if you're making strides to, and you're self aware uh, of your behavior, that's more than most people, yeah. and especially in previous generations. And literally, I spent. Um, I spent time earlier with my mother today on yeah. a drive, and I was talking to her about a lot of this shit because my mother's sixty-one years old now, yeah. and I, I I fully take care of my mom at this point. Yeah, she is she's my dependent pretty much. Yeah, well, yeah. that's and and you know what, and that's kind of like <laughs> in many ways that's like the circle. Yeah, like it's just like at some point, and that's why people will say stupid shit to you too if you're someone that's never going to have a kid. Like where it's just in my mind, that's not even there. Yeah, it's not even a thought for me, but like. That's where it comes to like, who's going to take care of you when you're old? Who's going to take care of you? Who's going to? And my thought process is, is before I met the woman that I'm with now, my full mental process was, I am going to die alone with a calzone in my lap, and I'm going to be found with a cat eating my face. <laughs> and that was, and that was not even an exaggeration. Oh, that was the plan. I bought a 550 square foot condo. To keep a mortgage that was low enough that if someday I just said, fucking everyone can eat my shit, I could go work at Stop and Shop and push carts and get health insurance and make $12 an hour and be just fine. Well, now it'll be up to like 15 or 16. <laughs> Ooh. Maybe $18 an hour. Ooh. It's like, I'm like ZZ Top fucking Jesus living Christ. the high life. But like- You can buy that, two calzones. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Le blue cheese yeah. with that calzone, sir. That's an extra fifty cents. I've got it. Don't worry, I have. Uh, I make eighteen dollars uh, an hour. Yeah, I don't think you saw this, but I'm wearing a Stop and Shop shirt. <laughs> oh, excuse and, uh, me, sir. Right oh, this way. Whew, goodness me. It's like I'm. I'm working towards Costco. Yeah, but no, like I had that mindset of like I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride this one to fuck out. Yeah, and see how it goes. 
And then it was just happenstance that I, I came across the situation I was in. I didn't think it was, I never thought I never I I don't think I've had uh, a positive day of thinking in my entire life. What I are you, did, the, the Joker? No, <laughs> no, I've just never had like I'm not. I have fun. Yeah, I can find things that are fun for me, but I I'm not at my root the type of person that I approach something with the mindset of like this is gonna be fucking great. I just <laughs> never had, never did. I think it was probably like maybe when I was very little. Very little I would have that mindset, but it's just, that's not, that's not me. And I'm still content with what I do and I find uh, the happiness and the joy in the things that I do, but it's, that's not my programming, mm. which is why like when good things do happen, I extra appreciate them. I really like, I, I try to dive into that as head first as I can. Yeah. If I get out of my car and I'm walking, and like, this is, this is just like a nice exercise that I'm, I'm telling you you could do. And anybody that's listening to this, where you've had any sort of milestone, you've bought a house, you bought a condo, or even you got a fucking car. Because a lot of people in this country and a lot of people in this world, having something as simple as a used Toyota Camry is like a fucking life changer. Yeah, that's a fucking reliable car. It's it's a good, good car. Yeah. And you just, and at some point you just, you're not, in, you know ungrateful for it but you're just not aware and you're not present where you just walk and you just walk and they just you look and just turn around and just like look at shit really just look at it just be like fuck it i did this how, yeah. did I, how did i do like you think about where you were when you were young or whatever fucking hang up you had or the people that raised you and didn't do a fucking good job bad job one way or the other you have to be like this is hard i did this thing and it's 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 difficult well it's, and I come, uh, well, no, actually, it's fucking, it's just what's expected <laughs> of you. You should do what's expected of you. Right. Shut, shut the fuck up, dude. You know that for everybody, not everything is fucking easy. Right. It's not You got to stop to smell the roses. Right. Yeah. Right. You got to do that. And it's just like, you meet enough people who are fucking, you know, you know, born on third base and pretend that they hit a fucking home run. Yeah. And you go, take whatever small victory you can get. Right. I definitely do not stop to smell the roses enough. I'm always i'm always thinking about the next potential step. disaster not disaster it's just the next thing that i want to get to oh yeah that's yeah, it i do it's it it's a blessing and a curse it's a right. blessing in the fact that i've i've done a lot in my life mm. and i probably have like a an you know an incredible track record that i could boast off of of like things i've done things people wish they could do um but at the same time I mean, I probably wish I could have enjoyed the things that I've done more. Of course. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I probably could have enjoyed being in a full-time touring band more at the time mm. versus being like, you know, always like reaching for the goal or like just all the time. How many but, times have you blown past something that's supposed to be a big deal and you're just now, and you, like, as you get older, you look back and you're like, maybe I should have been a little proud. Maybe I should have just been proud oh, of myself for two seconds. All the time. Uh, yeah, two, I mean, two seconds. when I graduated college, I'm the only uh, I'm the yeah, only person yeah. in my family to graduate college. Right. Um, no one even has a high school diploma, including me, because I didn't finish high school. Right. Right. Um, you just you did you did the whole uh, GED process. I did the G yeah, I yeah. got GED and I went on tour, like I just said, and I did right. all that, and it was good. But then I went back, and you know, I graduated college, and I just felt weird about it. I didn't feel like right. You're right. I should have been like like my my wife is incredible. Like that's the other thing too. Like. Her family is like in, insanely awesome. They're oh, so yeah. supportive of each well, other. Well, that's if you find that person that 
Oh my god! <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it weird when you when you meet that person and it's like almost like a tutorial? How yeah, life is supposed to I was be. Like, I, what your your parents are like? They take time out of their day, and they're like, <laughs> and they like they they vocalize their yeah. their you know their pridefulness in you. Yeah, and it's like. Wow, what what the hell is that like? How long did you spend feeling like indebted for that information from her though? Because I still do. Are you yeah. kidding me? Like I talk like I, I, her parents are are so incredibly generous and good and good mm. to us. It's insane. Yeah, it's got to throw you off. It yeah. does. And like I, there's times when like they'll do something or something will happen, and then immediately like my first go to is like. Like how is like like politicizing the whole thing of like how does this affect the relationship? Like what's the <laughs> dynamic here? Like where how like what are my parameters for acting? What am I gonna? What, how is this gonna eventually come back to me? Yeah, that's pretty, that's been like I've I've, right. I've been better about it now. But first I was like, okay. Um, oh, dude, that's but that's so much part of it. Like, like one of my um one of my oldest friends. I remember, and this is this is just it shows you how specifically when you're raised a certain way and the people you're around how it the the wiring kind of sticks with you. Where I remember when I had my first truly nice friend. <laughs> I remember having my first truly nice friend. I had two nice friends in elementary school. I still talk to two oh, of them. Oh, they're, they're real. And they live, one lives in Tennessee and the other one lives in Florida. And they're both good kids, but like it was almost like you're just too young to really kind of recognize it. Yeah. Like, they're still good people. They're such good people now as they're in their mid 30s. Yeah. But, um, my first nice, like my real nice friend. And I was 14 and his parents were both Midwestern. They were both from the Midwest mm -hmm. and his mother would work nights and his father worked during the day. The mother was a nurse and the dad was an accountant. Dad's fucking brilliant. Just great guy. And uh guy did my taxes up until like two years ago. <laughs> like, what happened? For, for nothing. Well, I know he's just doing for nothing. <laughs> and then I was just like, dude, I'm too old. Like I can't take advantage. Of and not yeah. even just like, I felt like I was taking advantage of it. It was also like a matter of, it's just like now my shit's too complicated. Yeah. And I don't even want to, I don't even want to go to him and bother him with this shit. Getting fucked on that Patreon? And then have him, hmm? You're getting fucked on that Patreon? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. Really? I get fucked real hard. I don't know why. Really? Yeah. It's just see. me on it, though. Oh, see, I yeah, right. That's why I well, I I fucking claim it, and I'm like, dude, I don't want to. I don't want any bullshit. Like, I don't want any of that yeah. shit. You fucking tell me how to do that. To come for my <laughs> fucking yeah. That, that's like I'm like I, already I already have such a small amount, but I appreciate it so much. I'm like, yeah. I, I don't want anybody coming for it, please. Yeah. But um, I remember going over to his house when we were like 14, and his mom knew we were coming over, and. The mom, like, before she went to sleep, because she was going to go to sleep and then wake up late and go to her night shift, we came in the house and she was like, oh, guys, like, I like I made like a, like a, tr like a trail mix thing and like some sandwiches. And there was a part of my brain where I was just like, I don't have any money. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just couldn't believe, like, I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, what, 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 what like, like, no, 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 it's just, this is nice. Yeah. They're nice people. Mm -hmm. Like, you're good to my son. You guys are friends, right. and this is a thing that I do. Yep. And I was like, bah, 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 "Are you sure? Are you okay? Like, yeah. do, do, do you need me to? Do you need me to go like mow, like rake, rake the rake the yard or something? Like, what do you need me to do?" I had no uh, basis of just like some people are good and nice and will treat you well, mm -hmm. and that's okay, and that's a normal process. But yeah, man, like it's it's a. Uh, well, is it like I stumbled the, into the situation with the, the girl that I'm with and her family's far from perfect, but they're still more nuclear in the sense of yeah. they uh, care about each other. 
like her aunts and uncles, like you, like I, I meet them and I'm like, Oh, these are like, like people. Yeah. Like my, my aunt tried to fuck my mother out of my dead grandmother's estate. Mm. My dead grandmother owned like a house and my, her twin sister was like trying to fuck her out of money. Like, I'm like, this is a type of piece of shit yeah. that are in my family. Right. But that, to, when you say that to me, I'm like, yeah, of course. Well, who you know I mean? she? Right, exactly. right, right. Like, and that, but that's exactly like the point you're making. Is like right, right. to me, I'm like, yeah, that's that sounds about right. Right, right. That sounds would, like everything that happens. Why wouldn't she just try to take money from her right, twin that's money. sister? Right, you got to get it. <laughs> What's she gonna do? Not fuck over her twin sister? Right. That's that would just be ridiculous. But that's so. But no, I'm right there with you. It's and but it's a it's a positive thing to see, and like it's gonna take it's gonna take you. I think. A, probably a few more years until you're just like this isn't a matter of like deserving it yeah. or earning it it just is what it is yeah and some people have that and just, like i that's something i'm like very actively working on of like being more present in the moment and enjoying things especially because i have a little you know a little girl on the way and i want to like i want to enjoy that right you right. know what i mean because you only get that once yeah those are the good years yeah the when they're little and then you're you're getting to take all that. In. That's why people keep pooping out kids. You know that, right? Yeah. That's why you get the people where chasing they're chasing like, that high. This right? Yep. Right. One pill makes you smaller. <laughs> you know, like, yep. Right. That's me. <laughs> like they just they want to keep getting that baby high. Yeah. Where it's just they have that uh, little like pocket of love that's just fucking emitting that onto them, and it's also a matter of the attention thing too, where. You've done enough things on stage. I've done enough things on stage to where I've gotten the attention for being uh, capable at something. Yeah. Other than like making a child with my balls. Yeah. I said my balls a lot on this episode, just so you know. Did you? I've, I've mentioned my balls at least six times. Really? Yeah. I didn't of, even notice. That's that's how talk. often ball talk that's happens. How, that's you only know, know why? Because I have tiny balls. Really? I talk about that all the time. They're just really small. I don't know what. Yeah, they're like little. It's like it's just like like one half of a walnut shell under my dick. Does it does it affect any of your being? Like, no, no. no you got your wife pregnant, so I yeah. mean, it's not like there's there's not like an issue with your. Not that I'm aware of your production. There. But I've I've just seen enough of my friends' balls to be like, my balls are not like something's that. off here. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, everything seems to be fine, like uh, health wise. Keep going to the doctor. They keep sending you home. I know. I'm like, doc, my balls too small. <laughs> give me, give, give, help me out here. Huh? I just like the idea of going into a doctor <laughs> and they're just like, they're, they're checking you out. They're like, heart rate's good. Blood pressure's good. How you feeling? I'm like a little lakey in the morning. Make a run. Sometimes my knees hurt. They're like, that's totally age appropriate. Do you have any other concerns? <laughs> doc, <laughs> I got balls like peanut M&Ms. Yeah. What's going on here? What's yeah. happening? What's going on, huh? <laughs> No, I don't know. So I think like my, my I think my 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 balls themselves are of normal size. I just don't, I think my I think my my sack skin is lacking. Oh, that's that's a possibility too. Yeah. Well, it's just like and this was I remember David Tell saying this one time and it resonated with me. It's like how how can I tell what my dick looks like when I have giant thighs? <laughs> I have a small dick or giant thighs. I'm like, well, that's right. You're putting it on a scale. That's right. You're putting it next to something. That's true. And that's and that and that lady's like you know you have a huge you know your your tits are big you know when you're a young woman you can look and go I have big old boobies yeah you never know what your penis is like until you're told <laughs> you never truly know that's true and then you got to wait a few years too because then you got to meet some women that have seen some penises that's true 
That's also true. They need a frame of reference other than just pornography. Yeah, oh yeah, because that's not real world. That's not real world. Absolutely not. No What's way. your number one? Oh Jesus. Oh yeah, because I banged. Yeah, I fucking stepped on your number one. It's not step. It was just a duplicate. Stomped that's all. on that son of a bitch. Oh, here's another good one. Ready? Yeah. This is, goes right along with this fucking dark conversation we're having here. <laughs> Ready? Everything happens for a reason. Oh yeah, that's the way to just justify what you don't what you don't understand. Oh, completely. You understand when you're older? No. Well, then uh, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, you got. That's one or the other. Oh, everything's just gonna happen. You sure about that? Yeah. How do you? How do can you promise that to me? In any way. And it's like, you know what? The funny thing is, is you could gladly say everything happens for a reason. And how could anyone prove you wrong? Right. But also a lot of the times it's because those answers could be really dark. That so usually not, usually it has to do with somebody's dying. Somebody's to, death. <laughs> it has to do with something well, awful. Everything happens for a reason. Oh, yeah? Well, what's this reason? <laughs> everything happens for a reason. Is that because your stepdad abused you? It's yeah. Like, yeah. Well, that's the reason. Yeah. <laughs> the reason isn't because you're going to end up as uh, the next Mariah Carey or the you're going to be in a fucking you know motion major motion picture. The reality is is because uh, you, your uncle used to look at your feet when you were in the bathtub. <laughs> oh. That's why. <laughs> I, that never happened to me. I'm just saying that's just that's sure. Just a real possibility. Note to self: call police. Oh my! Well, I actually have. I'm, I, I've three uncles i don't even fucking know i don't know all the, the stupid italian uncles on my dad's side yeah i got a lot of uncles too but um the uh yeah everything happens for a reason that's what not a, that's not really a, a thing the reason the reason is the only way that you like i said you could make that into a, a truth and like imagine like imagine bending a scenario so many times to fit that narrative <laughs> You know what I mean? It's been like, wait, I understand what's happening. It's like, this happened because of this, and then this was this, and this, that happened. And remember that? Remember this? Remember this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this was, and, and when that per, and then when the cat died, this, ah, that, yes, that's why yes. this, this, this instance right here is, is justification for, for why the cat died. And why is that so much more soothing than chaos? I don't understand I don't why that's more soothing. Or just an acceptance of shit. That right. life isn't fair. That bad things happen. Right. That for the most part, it's just a, a piss water slide into cancer or heart attack. That's the whole like, you know what? It's like, uh, I think when people are able to accept that bad things happen and like, that's just the way it is. Like it just, I think it's more freeing than trying to like spin it into a way of like controlling oh, it. Here's this like, what if you know the answer to this, I'd be fucking shocked because mm. I definitely know. What what is is some mythology of a like your whole life is mapped out already, and there's like a specific uh, god that can like alter your route in like there's something to that, like a thread. There's like a it's like a based around a, a thread. Oh shit! Do you know? Do you vaguely know what I'm under, I'm I, saying? It sounds familiar. But anyway, the point I'm making is is like trying to understand that thread. As if it was a real thing, because then it's like, oh, everything does happen for a reason. Because like, if this didn't happen, then my thread would be fucked up. You know what I mean? Or it would be better or worse, depending on how you want to spin it. Mm. But if you just accept the fact that bad things just happen, then it's just you're. I think it. I think it's better for the for getting over things, right? Especially like breakups, well, right? Well, it's just also like good things just happen. Like that's that's a yeah. funny thing too. Like when people have that conversation with you, like I was just saying, you know, I'm my my long term plan is cat eating the face, right? 
And I just and so if happened- you play your cards right, two calzones. Ooh, two calzones. Yeah. Mm. Blue cheese and steak and cheese. Wow, you're really living it up. Well, I don't want to brag. <laughs> but you work uh, a stop at shop. I've, I, I, <laughs> I heard they're going to let me be inside soon. Whoa. Uh, what do I, you know, to, to, I, usually they make me leave the carriages outside. <laughs> they don't trust me inside because I- Sometimes I just you gotta hit the ankle of a customer. I yell at the I yell at the women. I usually <laughs> yell at the women because well well that's the funny thing too is like whenever you <laughs> that's another thing you'll get too occasionally if you have any conversations about people and like uh, generalities yeah like you're like oh you know there's a lot of guys that are like this or you know, women like this like, oh, I hate that what are you say are you saying and it's like it's like no I'm just saying from my experiences you're gonna run into this right just from me. Just from this area, like, what do you want me to? How much fucking preamble do I have to give? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right? As a, it's it's the same thing as like the Aza shit, where it's like Aza doesn't that. Like, I was a fucking thirty six year old oh, white yeah. Irish Italian guy from Boston who was uh, raised by that. a single mother with the but like it's just like that gives me the right to speak on this. Right? It's no, please, I don't need a fucking resume. You're allowed to have a thought. I know everyone's allowed to have a thought. You're L- to- literally everybody on anything. Right? And then after, and then you know what? And then after the fact, if I say to you, "Hey, well, what what the fuck is that all about?" Oh, well, you know, this is where I'm coming from. Oh, okay. Right. All right. Like, don't. How how about just not viciously attack people within three seconds so they don't have to sit there and like show you their merit badges right before they have a fucking uh, well uh, let me tell you about this what what, what hangs out a fucking see that all right i'm a card carrying member check this out and that and blah 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 and it's it it becomes so pointless and exhausting yeah like yeah like like being of a certain thing automatically makes you an expert or an authority on something oh yeah it's such yeah. it's such utter horseshit all it is is just a uh it's a it's a tactic to control conversation right i mean it's all right. it is well it's the same way and it's funny to me because i i've been i've been having this <laughs> conversation with people for years where it's like when people get into like the white the white man conversation yeah and i'm like there's not a there's not a white guy you're gonna meet on earth that's gonna tell you we're all the same <laughs> i know there's not a white man on earth who's gonna be like you're right we're all the same we all <laughs> fall under the same umbrella we're all Django fett right yeah. <laughs> There's, this, there's even a, like even if you're believing that we're the top of the food chain we're still completely different from one person right. to the next and so different level like you're not gonna tell me you're not gonna tell me that chris hemsworth is the same as danny devito <laughs> like you're just not gonna tell me that but they both have uh toe knives right <laughs> it's like it's not they're not this they're just not the same and when people get into that like it's the same as the like as a as of this as of that it's like i I can't wait for that to stop i think that's i don't don't know i think i think it's i think it's starting to decline i think people are just sick of hearing it uh you know what and once you take the reality is when you take like three steps away from the internet the stuff stops i know that's That's, that's oh man that's the scary i deal with that shit so much and my wife doesn't. And my wife, and I get fucking so riled up about it. And my wife always tells me, she's like, it's because of the circles that you're in. Right. I, you just, I do, you just I do got, she's just got to step away. I do, yeah. I do theater arts in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Yeah. There's no, and there's she's no right. getting away from it. No. no and that's why it's always, it. and that's why I have such a fucking bitter t- like pill in my mouth about it. 
because I fucking hear it all the time and I hear like the most insane shit out of people's mouths. But then on top of the insane shit that I hear people say, I see a sea of people applaud that. (laughs) And I go, what the (laughs) fuck is going on? And not not realizing that 98% of the people outside of that little group are just looking at it like, yeah, no. Right. And like like we were talking before the show, like those are the people that can't believe anyone voted for Trump. Not not, not as a figure of speech. Mm. They literally... Cannot believe it. Three three months before the guy was elected, I go, this is completely locked down. Yeah. Three months before it. And and some people, they'd say, and, and, and I'd say that only because there's so many people that were like, the second he ran, I knew he was going to... Stop. No. Stop. You didn't see this. The second he came out and stepped out on that stage and presented himself like a fucking insult comic, I knew he was going <laughs> to win. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. I am on record on this show calling the election... Um, literally months before it happened because what I, what I said in like 2016, early 2016, um, I think DJ, another host in the top five, like we were talking about it and I said, he's going to win. And he's like, he's like, what do you mean? And I, this is what I said. I go, people are sick and tired, whether they admit to it or not of being accused of being a bigot and being, having these really left progressive people shout at them and tell them who they are. So everyone's going to, see, even in secret, vote against that. Right, right. And that's what's going to happen. It's going to be just a, well, that was it. I knew it was just going to be like a hate fuck from coast to coast. That's what, it, they, it wasn't and, so much voting for him. It was voting against that ideology. Right, well, it was that, well, you know what though? It was that same level of enthusiasm, just in a very different way that got Obama elected too. We're just like, right. hey, listen, we're sick of we're sick of the fucking Bush, and we're sick of this and that, and blah 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 blah. Not even realizing because, and and this is where I feel bad for people who are young, like real like teenagers, and I feel terrible for them because it's all been ruined for you. Yeah, you've like like at this at this point, this is like you mentioned Star Wars earlier. It's like now we know where Star Wars is going. Like <laughs> right. when we got into Star Wars, if we knew it was going to become what it's become now yeah. would have kind of ruined it for us, don't you think? It's like watching the last season of Dexter. You're like, oh, that's what's going to... Oh, I didn't even get there. I oh, stopped after season two. He becomes a, a lumberjack. <laughs> what? I'm not kidding. At oh, really? It, he becomes... It, it, the, the, the sister <laughs> dies. Oh, he doesn't get caught. Hot. I forgot about that actress. I like her. She, Yeah, she becomes a lumberjack. She, or he becomes <laughs> a lumberjack. I was like, wait, what? Well, she's dead. <laughs> but she becomes compost. But... Like so, you watch it, you go, "Oh my fucking god!" But yeah, they, they already got the end. These yeah. kids already got the end of the story. Where we at least had the thought process was just like, you know what? If we elect the right person, they're gonna stop just just wars nonstop. Yeah, and they're gonna they're gonna pay they're gonna help they're gonna pay attention to colleges. They're gonna make colleges cheaper. <laughs> and I bet, and you know what? And I bet they're gonna make the healthcare better too. I bet that's gonna happen. None of this is ever going to happen. No. Stop. Get it out of your fucking head. Yeah, they don't do anything. And it's got nothing to do with who's elected. It's got nothing to do with who's in charge. It's got everything to do with the house winning. The house is going to win. Yeah. You're going to go in. You could go into a casino tomorrow, hit on a machine and win $300,000 and go woo wee. (laughs) <laughs> things are good i hope that's someone's reaction they fucking pull the lever down all the bells go off millions of dollars pop out and they go woo wee just very comfortably <laughs> woo wee woo wee but you can win that and you know what th- you know what that means to them nothing yeah i mean shit 
doesn't mean shit. Nope. Best thing in the world has ever happened to you in your entire life to them. They just go, eh, whatever. Oh, you know, oh, oh okay. You know, it but, doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. No, it's fucking, it's, it's wild. I, but man, do I love, I do. I love presidential election years. Oh, they crack me up. I, 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 I'm a, I'm a big, I like politics. I like watching them. I, uh, I'm a big fan of them. I like getting into discussions about them. I don't on the show a lot. Um, but man, election seasons, fucking great. And you know what? And when people start to, when they do talk about people having privilege and whatnot and all this and blah, 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 like I'm like lower, lower middle class. I have really no expectations of things getting past that. I don't have children. I don't have a stake in the game. So to me, like when people get really riled up about this, I get to kind of just like watch it. I yeah. get to watch it almost like a cartoon. I to bring it back to uh, wrestling soup. I literally mm. watch it like wrestling, and right. by that I mean, I I love armchair booking politics. I love armchair booking, oh, and yeah. for me, all it's been like what I've been armchair booking is just like, is there any way the Dems could beat Trump? Right, and like I, that's what I've been like focusing on is like if they just like did this or this did that, like. Maybe they'd have a shot, and then when I watch, it's, it's literally like watching wrestling like because wrestling. because the thing I want to happen never fucking happens. <laughs> well, it's also like a matter of where you look at it, and you have to remove yourself, and you can you reach a point where it is like wrestling, where it's like like outcomes. Andrew Yang, and I look at him, <laughs> and I go, I go, you know what? The people could probably get behind the Andrew Yang, but they're never going to believe in that UBI thing. <laughs> they're never going to get behind that. And I'm like, maybe they'll get rid of like this part of his gimmick will work. <laughs> that part of his gimmick will work, but that part of the gimmick, nah, it's never. They're gonna have to drop. He's gonna have to drop that gimmick to do anything. <laughs> like he's gonna have to get rid of that. Like like Lenny Poffo coming out throwing the fr- frisbees. Like he's got to change his gimmick, right? Like he's got to move away from that, and maybe he'll be successful. And I it, it, I consider it uh, a luck and a privilege to be able to look at it like that. Yeah, where I just go, oh, like I don't have to sit there and shit my pants and be like. Oh, what are they going to do about this, 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 and that? But a lot of people don't in reality. That's really the problem. Yeah. Like presidential stuff really doesn't affect us on a day-to-day level. Everyone like kind of acts like it does. Right. But it really doesn't. I remember like fucking Trump won. It was like, uh, uh, like abortion still the same. Gay marriage is still on the board. Right. Like no, everything everyone was hemming and hawing about like the sky is falling. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Well, it was a lot of stuff that was like settled. It was settled by the That's Supreme the thing. Court. Like it was a because settled thing. And um, like society won't let that revert. That's the thing. As, right. as a group of people, no one's going to be like, no one's going to go backwards on that. And if they do, everyone's going to light them on fire. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Like right. at, at, that's why I, I try to tell people that. I'm like, don't be concerned about this issue. It's not going anywhere. They might say it. And the only reason that they say it is to get these nut jobs to vote for him. Oh, yeah. Oh, but dude. in reality, he's never going to do it. I still say the most, to, to this day, the most positive thing that has come of the past like few years with Trump is he, he let me tell you, he took that Jesus right out of the fucking politics real quick. <laughs> he took yeah. that Jesus right out. Yeah. Where I lived my whole entire uh, you know, teenage years, adult life, where it was just like Christ. Yeah, all the time. We vote for Christ. Yep. And now you've got these women that live in the Midwest and these, and you know, they're church ladies and it's them and Bethany and they get together and sew on Saturdays. And now they're still going to vote 
for yeah. this fucking guy. Of course. They're not going to vote for the other one. They're still going to vote for this fucking guy. Yeah. The guy that's like, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to finger this chick. Like, like, they're still <laughs> voting for him. Yeah. So the, the idea that these people, it, it, it ultimately doesn't even come down to, oh, it's God and Jesus and blah, blah, blah. They just pulled pull that shit right out. <laughs> he took that and he said, nah, that's not cool anymore. Yeah. That's not cool anymore. Over it. Let's talk about what's really important. All right. Let's go to the fun butts. So those are our lists. So the fun butts are, by the way, are our, our fan base. We call, oh, them, we call okay. them fun butts because that's what they are. They're butts that are fun. Um, and then <clears throat> we'll go. So these is are. It, is it B-U-T-T-S or B-U-T-S? Oh, it's B-U-T-T-S. Like they're fun, but. Technically, the official spelling is F-U-N-B-U-T-T-Z because we're very cool. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, but so that's how you know is the Z's at the end. Yeah. So uh, these are their their top five lists on our topic. Okay. That uh, they have submitted. So Mitch Mint, the freshest of the fun, but who also uh, sent me cookies and they were very good. That's very sweet. And that's um, a nice thing to do. They were very good, and he, they were for everyone. No one had them because I ate them all. Um, that's good. And also, they that's the right up. thing to do. Absolutely. But these are his. Uh, his. This is his top five for uh, top five lies you were told as a child you wish were true. Mm. Number five: seedless watermelons are seedless. They're not, and they should be. Wow, that's not nearly as dark as any of our answers. Okay, <laughs> not yet. Number four: cauliflower tastes good. Uh, oh. Number three: spoilers. Santa is real. He's not, but I would love those sweet, sweet presents again. Oh yes. Number two: they put a chemical in the pool that turns blue when you pee. I want to that. identify. Oh. I, I want to identify and shame those sick pool peeing individuals. Number one, insert of insert one of Mitch Mint's ex girlfriend's names here is a nice person. Could have saved my ass a lot of heartbreak in the past. <laughs> it's a nice person. Well, no, nice nice person in general is a um, is used way too. Oh, way too. If anyone says they're a nice person, they're they're either horrendously ugly. Mm. Or they're not a nice person. <laughs> right, or they're not. not. Right. You're going to give me, listen, you got to give me more than nice. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's like, oh, him, he's nice. It's, no. uh, yeah, I don't want to tell you the truth. Yeah. If, My, any, if anybody <laughs> anybody tries to set you up with uh, a friend of theirs and they're nice, that's the first thing that comes out of the gate. <laughs> nope. Y- you're getting you're getting Quasimodo. Absolutely, let's put it that way. Uh, Mike Dill, number five, masturbating too much causes blindness. I have better than twenty twenty vision. Number four, Santa Claus is real. Number three, heaven. I don't have proof or anything. I'm just super skeptical. Skeptical at this point. Number two, dogs only see black and white. Ooh. Number one, boys have penises and girls have vaginas. It's now way more complicated <laughs> than that. Um, Stephen North, Sergeant North. First off, wow, this is a perfect topic. Number five, if you find a star on a sucker wrapper, then you get another free sucker. Oh, that's- Remember that? Tootsie Rolls. He's got to be in his mid-30s. Yeah, he's he's an old old motherfucker. Oh, okay. At Uh, least. uh, Number four, tortillas are good for you. Oh, where did he live? Get that tortillas. He actually, actually, he lives in Texas. Well, there you go. That's why, yeah. Uh, Number three, wishing on a star is a real thing you can do. Oh. Number two, blowing a stray eyelash will grant you a wish. Oh, that is a good one. That That's is a good really one. Good. <laughs> Imagine someone's like, "Oh, I don't want this cancer anymore." Oh, an eyelash. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if uh, what if eyelashes only fell out like once every ten years? Oh, and that's how it worked. And then you'd have to purchase wishes from people's eyelashes. Oh, that'd be a whole new economy. That would be the eyelash economy. Uh, number one, Santa Claus is real. A lot of Santa Claus is real. Uh, mm. Cole Jensen, number five. Wait, Mon- is that, do you think Nestle would uh, monopolize the eyelash industry if that was to happen? Like the same way that they're trying to own Flint's water supply, they would start trying to own people's <laughs> fallen eyelash supply. Listen, Nestle's a sponsor of the show. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, Crunch Bars. Yeah. 
Nom, nom, nom. Big bite. Cole Jensen, number five. Mommy and daddy love each other very much. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Now we're talking. Number four, you're not the reason we're getting a divorce. <laughs> oh, boy. Number three, you can't do any. Oh, you can do anything you set your mind to slash you can be whatever uh, you want to be. Where we're going. Yep. Number two, best friends are forever. That's a tough one. Ooh, that is a stiff one, yeah. Number one, happiness isn't fleeting, and it isn't hard to come across. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know who had the childhood that we'd have a conversation uh, with. Oh, cool. It'll go pretty well. You're right there with us. Look at all these reactions. So funny. Uh, Chucky, um, number five, gum tastes takes seven years to digest. Boy, was I in for a shock in my late teens when the big weight loss didn't happen, and I had to lose weight the hard weight. Hard way. Oh. Number four, milk helps you grow big and strong. See, I told you. There you go. It made milk. me big all right. Thanks for the man boobs in my teens. <laughs> number three, chicken nuggets were made from actual chicken. That's, uh, that, is a, that is a good myth. Uh, number two, soda was healthy to drink several, several times a day. Are you 98 years old? Oh, my God. Back right? when like Coke was a tonic? <laughs> and then my grandfather told me he was like, smoke him up, Junior. Yeah. Uh, number one, dropping a penny from the Empire State Building would kill someone. Oh. All those years planning my revenge ruined. I don't think that would kill someone, right? Oh, uh, Joe, I got to let you know. Uh, Patrick Laitzel, mm. uh, we call him a detective pretzel. Why is that? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been going on for so long. Oh, because I used to call him pretzel. And then um, somebody, so, something happened where he uncovered something. So we just call him detective pretzel. <laughs> Uh, so he's on the case, pretty much. That's not bad. No, number five, OJ will keep you from getting sick. It can help once you're sick. Oh, that's a, that's a good one. Number four, eating carrots would improve your vision. Goodbye, glasses. Oh. Uh, number three, we only use 10% of our brains. It would mean uh, we all would have some unlocked potential. Number two, you can do whatever you want when you're older and no one can stop you. Technically true, but no. Number one, peeing on jellyfish stings helps the pain. I'd finally have an excuse to pee on the injured. <laughs> Establish, establishing my dominance upon the weak. Oh, wait, that's not true? I don't know. No, I've been peeing on people for years under that excuse. Uh, uh, why'd you pee on me? Uh, you didn't see it. Oh, you didn't a, see the jellyfish. jellyfish. Yeah. Oh, thank you then. <laughs> uh, Drew Willingham, uh, one of the hippest of the fun butts. Number five, Santa Claus. Mm. Number four, babies come from birds. No condoms, bro. Oh. Number three, cats have nine lives. Number two, karma. I'm assuming uh, the rustler. P- potentially. Potentially, yeah. Yeah. And number one, heaven. I would sleep so much better at night without the fear of death. Um, <laughs> Janet Skarsgård, it's really just one. Monsters aren't real. Well, they tech, well, to be fair, monsters are just, they're not real. Like monsters, fake monsters, like the big scary ones. But there's definitely people that are monsters. Oh, for sure. Yeah, there's people that are just fucking, mon- they're, they're monsters. Absolutely. Uh, let's check on that. Let's see. Dingus Adams. That should be good. Number five, that I was adopted. Number four, that having liquid shits consistently for the past 23 (laughs) years is normal. Number three, that my passive aggressive sexual technique is very impressive. Mm. Number two, that UPS stands for ultimate penis stroker. And number one, I wish to God that it was true that if you circumcise your anus, that all your farts would smell like a honey baked ham. Also, I wish I had learned this was a lie before going through with it. Well, all right then. Jason Linhol, number five, milk does a body good. Nope, dairy caused me so much pain and discomfort. Number so four, go. Yeah, eat. Number four, eating meat is good for you. Nope, there's way too much scientific evidence to ever eat meat again. Uh, Vegan is the only way to go. Uh, I just went on this thing. Oh, oh, actually, so let's see. You think uh, you think Jason Linholm is big and strong? <laughs> let's see. Let's take a look right now. Uh, uh, 
Where are you, Jason? I mean, he does Spartan <laughs> races. Yeah. He looks lean, but he doesn't look big. No. He no, is carrying a sack, though. He's not going to be. Like, oh, I, here's another photo of him carrying like 15 tires. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was wrong. Uh, <laughs> That's so funny. Well, the vegetables are really helping with the tire. Carry. I like how my whole camp, my whole theory right now is just going through Jason's profile pictures of him just doing nothing but fitness things. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I was wrong. Sorry. Uh, no. I, well, I can't help it because Better Matt's such a dainty little woman. Uh, let's see. Yeah, fuck, I lost it. Fuck, oh, I lost where'd it. Where'd it go? Oh, there, there, here we go. Here we go. Let's go back to this. Ah, it's got a good amount of answers, though. I gotta say. Yeah, a lot of people. People like chiming in. All right, let's go back to Jason Lindholm, who apparently is very strong. That's a strong. <laughs> he's a strong boy. He's very strong. Um, number three. Here we go. Wrestling. Wrestling. WWF, oh, WCW Jesus. is fake. Nope, it's real. They take real hits and often get hurt. If it was fake, they'd never get hurt. I wish it was fake. So many of my idols growing up died as a result of the injuries from the sport. That's the kind. That's one of the kindest ones I've heard so far. Jason Lindholm, it's, you should, uh, as a wrestling fan, you should go check out Wrestling Soup. Thank you. Yeah, there dude, you he go. seems like a kind person. You might not enjoy the show. <laughs> I don't know. He, if he likes our show, he'd probably like your uh, show. Well, that to say. Yeah, I mean, we're not saying anything nice. Number two, driving slower is safer. Nope. <laughs> Uh, slow drivers, oh. especially on highways and interstates, cause accidents. I wish it was true because it makes sense, but it's never safe to drive 45 in a 65. Number one, live for the day. Nope. <laughs> Jason is now Jason Nope Lin- Linholm. Uh, <laughs> enjoy the day, but plan for tomorrow. Living only for the day leads to misery down the line. This can apply to finances, investments, love, anything. Mm. I guess that's some sound advice. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Kaylee Dawn Salmon. Uh, fish butt. Is this, it, the first, is this the first uh, chick that's weighed in one? I don't no, there was know. Another, was there another one in there? I don't know. But um, I don't recognize... An, I, I recognize Kaylee Dawn. I don't know if she like got married or anything. Uh, but I'm going to call her fish butt from now on because uh, salmon. Number five. Uh, life will never give you more than you can handle. Yeah, sure. Okay. All I right. guess that, Oh, yeah. That is a good one. That's a good one. Number four. Anxiety and depression are the only mental illness. That's funny, Mom. I almost have more illnesses than fingers. <laughs> Number three. Uh, one day you'll thank me. Nope. Uh, number two, you'll look back and think fondly on the hardships because they taught you life lessons. Why does it have to be hard to be a lesson? Fair point. Number one, if you tell the truth, you won't get in trouble. <laughs> oh, no, no. That's, yeah, that's. Nope. I like, you know what? I like her. She, so far, she's given the most psychological ones. That's true. Uh, Ryan Brown only gave two. <laughs> Number five, carrots make eyesight better. And number four, black people have bigger cocks. <laughs> That's all Ryan <laughs> Who's Brown. Who's telling him that as a child? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, son, I got something to tell you. Black people got huge cocks. I mean, he's he's a black guy. Is he? Yeah, him and Fro were. Oh, okay. Uh, him and Fro used to be brothers on the show. Oh. Uh, but then they, were, they had a falling out because uh, Ryan Brown uh, doesn't like Van Halen. Oh, good God. And uh, Fro and I like Van Halen. And then Fro, <laughs> I said... And then Fro said was uh, was upset that Ryan said that Van Halen wasn't good, and I said, "Wow, Ryan might as well be a white guy at this point." And Fro agreed, and now now they are no longer brothers. <laughs> that is what uh, happened. You know, imagine growing up your whole life, and the thing that they tell you is you're a black dude, and they tell you they're like, "Listen, <laughs> life's going to be very difficult for you. There's going to be some real ups and downs, but at the end of the <laughs> at the end of the rainbow." <laughs> You're gonna have a big fat a huge dong. dong, and then you don't, and then you don't. You know what? Those that's that's a lot of. I can understand that anger. Yeah, that, that to me is like, that's the one. That's the one thing that I'm gonna get promised. Yeah, and then I don't get that. 
fucked someone's up. Gonna, someone's gonna have to get fucked up for that one. <sighs> well, Joe, thanks for being on the show. Of where course. can uh, where can people find you if they're uh, oh Jesus liking Christ. what you're spitting? Oh my God! Well, I'm, I'm I'm terrified now. Anytime I go on a show where the people don't know me, I'm like, oh God, this could go poorly. No, I think you're. I think you'll be fine. Yeah, let's say. <laughs> if anything, they'd be upset that we didn't get to the list sooner. Oh, all right. So you can just yell. You can yell at Matt about that. Yell yeah, at me too. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Joe N U M B A S. Uh, you can subscribe to Wrestling Soup. We've got that on literally every platform. So if you can find this show, you can certainly find us there. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Facebook, you can like uh, you can like Wrestling Soup there. It's easy to find. And if you can find me through Matt, feel free to add me on Facebook too. Just you know, send me a message first because God knows I do the <laughs> amount of ads I get from people. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Where it's like a picture yeah. of something. Like it's like a picture of something. And I'm like, and I have no mutual friends. <laughs> I'm like, dude, why the fuck would I let you? Like, no. My favorite ones are the really hot women. Oh, and it's so and obviously it's fake. But then fake. you go and look at the profile and someone you know is a mutual friend. Yeah, like, dude, how <laughs> dumb is that person? I know. You I know always I mean? love that. That's to me, like, when you see that, it's just like, dude, if I don't, if no one I know knows you, what am I, what, what is this? <laughs> right. My, the, the safest ad, the safest ad is the one where it's got the guy and he's like, it's like his kid mm-hmm. or it's like his, him and his girlfriend. Or he has like six pictures. <laughs> right. It's like, here's me at Disney. Mm-hmm. Here's my truck. And here's like me eating a big challenge burger or something. And that's like the most eventful things that's happened to him in the past 10 years. That's it. Like he's not here to kill you. He's not here to fuck with you. That's the best guy you can be. So I think I laid that out pretty good. <laughs> there you go. If you so want to find Those are the three pictures you can have. That's it. If you don't have them, then don't expect an acceptance. That's goddamn right. Well, thank you, Joe. Are you gonna are you gonna come back to the show again sometime? I absolutely, will. absolutely. I'm gonna have to need you to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. And as uh, also, make fun network if you if you're if uh, if you're coming. I don't know if you're coming from uh, wrestling soup because Joe's on the show and you liked uh, he liked my stupid uh, edition. Uh, go find us on Facebook. You can find us uh, Top 5 of Death on all the platforms as well. And also go to Facebook and uh, search Make Fun Network and you can become a fun butt and you can put your own list on there and I'll read it on uh, on the show. Uh, So, Joe, thanks again. Of course. And as always, smell you later.